0: Star treatment Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an MRI call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
1: this program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC with
2: Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
3: The ghost of Jeff Cardozo haunting us today. We came on a little bit earlier, so we we could uh, we could easily just have dead air for two minutes. Yeah, we but we want that. to We have a lot of things to talk to you about. We do. Yeah.
4: Okay. Start talking.
3: All right. Uh, let's start with my eagle today. What about okay. that?
4: The eagle I, has landed.
3: I mean, in Ironwood. I think I've only made three. Pure eagles in my life, and one of them was in college, and the last two have come in the last three weeks.
4: You're getting better with age, Dooley.
3: No, I I yeah. think it's just flu. It's just luck. That's it goes back to the Going
4: hole. Going in the hole is luck, but it's it still is getting near the hole is what yes.
3: Hitting hitting it a, an inch away is a great shot. Yeah. Hitting it in the hole is just luck, and that's what I've made two hole ones. And you know, Good. have speaking you ever made of, an eagle?
4: Well, yeah, a couple. But speaking, you of made golf, a
3: bunch in. At the ponds, on what hole was that? Seven.
4: Seven was a par
3: five, by or the six. Mars. Yeah, by the Mars.
4: Yeah, six was John the Baptist. Okay, so seven,
3: four. seven was a easy Pull reach. You could get there in two, e- pretty easy. You could hit the, when you got older. Get yeah. there with an iron, even when we were younger. Yeah, yeah, we would. We were never younger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I don't think we were ever young. Do you remember when you were young at all?
4: Yeah, I did. I don't even know. if I don't feel old yet. You look old. I know that. <laughs> That's why I don't look in the mirror anymore.
3: It's not a good look. So anyway, um, so I made another eagle today. I had two in the last. So you were three...
4: buying drinks after radio?
3: Absolutely happy to do it. I went into the the bar at Ironwood, and I said, "Hey, I'm buying drinks." I made an <laughs> there eagle. Was what one person? There in was there? nobody there. <laughs> Very I, generous. And again, though. they're they've just. Uh, Plug their greens, you know what do you call it? Airfied their greens, and aerated. They got yeah, and they got the sand on them. So a lot of people aren't going out there, and it's hot. I get it. It is brutal. I hot. love to play in that condition. I I, I have no problem. I love with it when
4: it. there's nobody out there. That's yeah,
3: exactly. That's why I like it, and that's what I do all summer is play play a lot of golf because nobody wants to play golf in the middle of the day. But
4: I'll play golf with you one day.
3: Okay. How about tomorrow?
4: I can't do it tomorrow. All right.
3: What about the next day?
4: Next day? What
3: about the next day after that? The I'm not going to play on the What weekend? about Monday? What about Tuesday? What about How Wednesday? How about Tuesday? No.
4: What do you mean no? You
3: say you want to play, but you don't want to play. play. All right. But I,
4: I, had a, I had a frustration dream the other night about golf. Oh, God. Where I was at Ironwood, and I would, had agreed to play in a tournament. It wasn't your tournament, but you were there, other people. And I went to get my bag, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I looked and looked and there were bags everywhere. I couldn't find my bag. It went well, on forever.
3: There is a uh, there's a reason why I think that's your dream because you had that your bag stolen. A, I did that one time a long time ago. Yeah. How what year would that have been?
4: Well, ninety three or four.
3: Yeah. Something like that. And you it were playing like, out there in the old days when Ironwood yeah. had a different clubhouse and. You Thank guys God! Went, I
4: put my you, car keys in my pocket in my wallet to go have a drink with Jenkins at the bar. Paul Jenkins, yeah. yeah. Of course, when we were in the bar, my bag got sold.
3: The guy who uh, invented the term "woebe," which is yeah. still one of the great working on bad idea. Yeah, think about. I was thinking about the great cliches of all time the other day, uh, and I was thinking about maybe we should do a uh, a segment called "Where Everything Did This cli- Cliche Where Did the Cliche Come From?"
4: You could Google them, probably.
3: Yeah. So I may do that.
4: We'd have to call John Hollis on that one. Like, he's I the had, expert. <laughs> yes.
3: It could be. John Hollis could sponsor. John Hollis is, where'd the cliche come from? But I was thinking about this because I, I never had any idea until I saw, I don't know if you saw this movie, The Last Castle, with uh, Robert Redford. It's a great movie. Yeah, I, and, I, uh, it a long time ago then. And uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Tony Soprano. What's his name? I can't think of yeah. his name. James Gallifin. Yeah, Gal- Gandolfini. Gandolfini, yeah. yeah. And it's a great, he I did. love that movie. It's great. And uh, um, the guy that's the Hulk is he in it. Who's yeah. in it? Who's that? Why am I losing my mind? Because today? you're old. <laughs> 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 no, who is the Hulk? Who is the Steve new Banner? Hulk? No, the new, <laughs> the new Hulk. What should I call it? Uh, I can't think of his name. Anyway. I so, can see him, though. Yeah, it's a great movie. I, I, I advise you to watch it. Oop, I didn't turn my phone off, so we got a rain alert. Rain delay? Rain alert. Oh, 445. Rain delay. So, anyway, I'm watching that yesterday. I had no idea that the the reason that people salute each other in the military is because in the old days, in the medieval. M- medieval, medieval, medieval. Medieval. You
4: can get it. You can do it. <laughs> Take your time.
3: That you would literally, as you're walk, as you're going by a guy on a a, a, uh, A motorcycle,
4: horse, a horse,
3: (laughs) and you're going (laughs) by him, and you would flip your thing up to show him, "Hey, I'm I'm cool," you know, "We're good." That's where the salute came. Oh wow! I had no idea.
4: I did. not So I'm
3: going to find out
4: horse walk into a bar.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So maybe (laughs) tomorrow we can uh, talk about the origin of cliches.
4: Origin, Pat. Origin. You're you're a wordsmith and you're butchering it. Why
3: don't you just take the show from I here? I can't. I'm having a hard time.
4: I don't know how to do it.
3: Here's what you do. You go. All right, phones are open
4: for you. And hang up on Tennessee Mike. <laughs> gong him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's all you have to do. That's all you have to know to do this show.
4: I was thinking the other day. You know what we should do one day during the summer when it's dead? Have the gong show where if somebody's talking too long and we don't like it, just gong them. Them oh, we may do that, and let yeah. them know it coming in that you might get gone. So you got to yeah. entertain us. Yeah. If you oh. Don't, we're gone now you. the interesting thing will we'll be gong, we'll set
3: up a gong. Do people actually say, "Well, I'm not calling, and I don't want to get gone"? No,
4: it's a challenge to stay on. Yeah. you don't. You got to be interesting. Yeah.
3: Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Especially in the summer, because in and the summer we, we
4: only got a minute to go. Don't start talking like you're going to talk for five minutes, like the other day.
3: Yes, that so, does happen. Yeah. It does happen. So you're gonna get. Uh, we got to get a gong. <laughs> gong, We'll talk to uh, talk to them about getting a prop. A gong. Get a prop. You want Do you have a gong that we can do? Like a gong.
4: And then hang up on them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we but need. All one.
4: in fun. It wouldn't be like a mean thing. Like when you hang up on Tennessee Mike. No. That's kind of mean.
3: No, and it's not mean. But start it, warning. It's like, not oh, mean. Uh, uh, it is uh. me. It is me saying. You have gone way over the line and nobody wants to listen to you and anymore. And we
4: could warn them by starting to play music if it's certain to get like like, the like in the Oscars, yeah. yeah. We could do Let walk off it's, music. It's coming, baby.
3: We need to work on that. We need to get the walk That'd off be music. Fun. Yeah. Cuz look, it, it, let's face it. We know what's going on. It's the summer. All, everything's pretty much over. I did watch some track last night. I didn't watch it. I I watched a little bit, but I mean it's like you're watching the the heats and no Gators are in it, and you're like, "Why do I care?" I know exactly. That's that's the problem. But I'll I'll probably watch it this weekend. But obviously, uh, a lot has changed. A lot has changed too with the golf tour. And God, it, what about that suspension? It is it has gotten kind of crazy. Vindictive. Uh, yeah, it? absolutely. It's vindictive. Yeah. But I don't I don't mind them being vindictive. I don't either. This. If you want to leave, go get out. We don't want you anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's You're the thing. Go for the money you made a choice, and your choice was I want to go for the money. Yeah, I'm quitting. And our the tour. our choice is we don't want you on the tour anymore.
4: Yeah, then get out. You're not gonna have any opportunities. But yet. what
3: do you think in four years? I, I mean, don't
4: know. Well, how long is that other one gonna last? When they're handing out millions of hundred million dollars to everybody without even you don't have to win to get rich. They've got you play much, to get rich.
3: But Robbie, they've, is, I everybody keeps saying that. Keeps oh, how much money are They gonna be able to spend? How much money are they gonna? They got nothing but money. That's true. They, you know, they. That's they the can't thing. spend it on. It's them. not about that. It's about what your morals are. It's about what your, yeah. um, what your, I, and to me, what what I'm upset the most about is these people just dissing the the PGA Tour, which where they have won so much I know, money.
4: They've become celebrities. The yes. Time. Yeah.
3: I'm 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 going on the refuse to watch list. I'm going to do that, too. I'm, I'm mean, just gonna, what, not going to
4: watch What is the format going to be, anyhow?
3: I don't know, and I don't care. I'm just like, not going to care.
4: But if a, if a guy like Graham McDowell goes, which he did, who cares? He's not going to win here anymore.
3: Kevin no, nah, do you care? Yeah, no, you're... he's not going to win here anymore. Do you probably. care? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't. No. I mean, Dustin and actually Phil, Phil going over there is, like, is pathetic.
4: I can't wait to see him just blow up on a few holes.
3: Somebody told me Dustin Johnson today, um, and I don't know, I, I am not following, but I saw a text. We hit a shank and all. I'm like, well, that's what happens when you <laughs> go to that other <laughs> the tour. The
4: curse of the PGA Tour.
3: Yeah. All you lo- right.
4: used to love Mickelson. <laughs> like I
3: Mickelson. did. He was my guy.
4: I never liked him. Really? Yeah, he was like a phony to me.
3: I didn't get the phony. Smiling
4: phoniness. and waving around. And yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
3: So what are you saying? Yeah, I was a Tiger Who's guy. Who's not a phony?
4: But I was a Tiger guy all, all the way back when. Everybody that liked Tiger yeah. hated Mickelson because there was a little rivalry seething under there.
3: Yeah. Wasn't there? And then the funny thing is, Mickelson and Tiger, all of a sudden it was like this, where they got together and they were like buddies, best buddies. Kind of forced. And now friends. it's just like totally yeah. broken out again. Yeah. So it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. So we can talk about whatever you want to talk about if you want to call in. In just a minute, we're going to have Christina come on, who uh, works here at uh, WRUF, and has. I'm going to I'm going to play "What's My Line" with Robbie. Okay. Because you remember that show?
4: Yeah, of course. I to- just told you I did. Eleanor Roosevelt was on it once. She was. Yeah. Nobody knew. But they was. had to blindfold him.
3: Yeah, but they still didn't get it for a long time. Yeah. I, I've yeah, seen that. It took that. a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> Robbie. Hell. Roosevelt. The sad thing is, who else I the saw. The sad clip. thing is when you bring up What's My Line, which is an old show. It's real old. That, how, that gonna, you knew I'm Eleanor Roosevelt was on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sad.
4: <laughs> but I saw it like on a YouTube video like a month ago.
3: Yeah, I did it too. like I yeah. saw it
4: live <laughs> in 1952. Oh, you saw it live, <laughs> I think.
3: That, I, I was, think you saw it when you were one.
4: I was negative two in 52.
3: Negative two and fifty two. That was yeah. the J U motto.
4: Negative two and fifty two.
3: No, it was uh remember they had the uh number one and seventy Because oh, in yeah. seventy they lost the national championship game. The Wick stick came out. To the Wick stick. And uh we were big fans. Yeah, oh I loved God. I love that team. team. Uh, we were we went to all the games when they were just starting out, people weren't had no idea. What Ju was, they didn't know they had a seven-two and a seven-foot. I remember when they beat Florida. Remember, early
4: in that one year, and we're like going,
3: "What the hell's going on?" So we went to all a lot. You and I went to a lot of games that year, and they lost that. And then next year was a wick stick. Yeah, they they had that wick stick, which was gonna. Helped Artis Gilmer get more of a sky hook yeah, instead. Uh, yeah, because he and got then, a shot blocked. Him up. And the next year, guess what? They got beaten in the first round by Jim McDaniel. Remember Jim McDaniel from exactly. Western Kentucky? Western Kentucky. He was so good. He was good. a man. <laughs> he killed them. And yeah. they had a. They had a. I remember this to this day, and I can't remember. Like I really had to think about Christina's name just a minute ago. Why? I had to think about because I you don't. Mean I don't remember things that happened, but I remember. You that got year, term memory loss. They had a yes, I do have short term memory loss. Like that Mark Ruffalo, by the way. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> there.
4: Like, like that um
3: like that character that um Tom Hanks plays, short term memory guy. You know, I you know, he he's always saying, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Hey? Okay, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> um but I have I, I'm having that problem. But I remember that there was a point in that that JU-Western Kentucky first-round game where Don Beasley, the assistant coach, went out because somebody threw a, threw a coin on the court. Yeah. And he picked it up, and they called a technical on him. You're kidding. No. And I, I'll I never forget that. that as long as I live. That's unbelievable. Yeah.
4: Whatever happened? Uh, JU basketball is a great mystery to me, how they fell completely off the map, and now – I mean, now they're like a minor, minor. Well,
3: it's not just that Gilmore, Pembroke, Burroughs, right Morgan Yeah, Rex they were Morgan good after team.
4: that. Vaughn Whittaking.
3: Otis Smith. Yeah. You know, Otis Smith was a great player. Uh, Ronnie Murphy was a great player. Them. They did, but then it's just. Yeah,
4: then they just it's, became it's, non-relevant. It's the way Irrelevant. of the world
3: today. Let's get a phone call in before we go to break, and then we'll bring on uh, Christina to talk about what's my line. Phil, what's going on, Phil? is Uh, this? Thank you,
5: Pat and Robbie. Uh, Question, if y'all could discuss today, uh, how important is this uh, opening football game this year with Utah? I've heard it's maybe one of the most important openings we've had in the last 20, 25 years. Would y'all comment on that and and, uh, with the expectations uh, a little bit today? And thank you very much. Appreciate the show.
3: Yeah, Phil, thanks. Thanks, Phil. Uh, Yeah, it's a big game. But let me tell you what, the bigger game is next week. They If they lose to Kentucky, I mean, the SEC's – any hopes hopes the SEC are basically over. Yeah. Because you're not going to beat all those other teams. You're not going to beat LSU, Texas A&M, out on the road, Georgia. You're not going to do that. I yeah. mean, so uh, the Utah game is important to get fans and get momentum going. But I think the Kentucky game is actually a bigger game.
4: Yeah, but the opener is huge because, you know, Utah's going to be a top-ten team. They like knocked Ohio State all over the field in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So, and yet Florida's favored in this game right now. Four points. I and think. to yeah. me, if they go out and don't play well and they struggle and they lose, it's going to be very deflating. Because when a new coach, you usually open with a team you beat. Well, so no, If you it, don't, yeah, it's going to be very def- deflating, and then you're heading into SEC play, and that's not good.
3: But at the same time, and and this was why Saban always liked having big games early. Early, yeah, the first game because. His players would focus on yeah, all summer you're yeah, focused on a big game instead not, of yeah. getting ready for Eastern Washington. Yeah, you know, um, but you know that'll be interesting. Uh, to ha- I mean, you losing to Utah will not destroy Florida season. I but they think.
4: better play well if they do lose. That's the whole. Long, but I, the whole thing. and I think
3: losing the first two games is going to be then you're going to go okay. We're totally in a rebuild mode because
4: there there are there are. There are a lot of people out there that are very excited about Napier but there are also the faction that are doubters and Mike so, Griffith. Yeah. So the doubters <laughs> are going to jump all over that if he, well, Mike Griffith's if they're going to
3: doubt anything Florida does and yeah. anything,
4: right? Unless he covered Florida then he'd become a fan. Oh, we should we he should covers, hire him. Yeah.
3: What if what if we hired Mike Griffith to cover Florida and then be talking about Mike Napier the greatest yeah. coach ever. <laughs> Kirby Smart, <laughs> let me tell you, I covered him. He wasn't that great There's a guy. There's stuff in his closet,
4: <laughs> but yeah, when he was at Tever Tennessee, he loved the Vols. When he went to Michigan State, he loved the Spartans. Now he loves oh. the Dogs.
3: Oh, it's it's ridiculous. He's a true homer, and he doesn't hide it. it that that could I, I, let me tell you what all this money Florida's throwing around for Napier and all the yeah get Mike Griffin, get Mike him. Griffith.
4: Yeah. give him an office over there. <laughs> And so all we want you to do is write good, positive stories.
3: He wouldn't have to write them. He would just go on fine ball Yeah, once a week The go. Gators are the greatest the Gators, team in the world. This may be the greatest team of all time.
4: This new facility is, is the best there's, I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> right. uh, it makes George's look like paupers. <laughs> yeah, He'll absolutely. coach
4: circles around Kirby Smart. I've seen it in the chalk room. The Instead chalk of talk. doing the exact
3: opposite, yeah, which yeah. is what he does yeah. all the time. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we will uh, bring on Christina, who is, uh, i get, I'm going to play What's My Line with her. Okay. Uh, with you. But I, I may fail in this. Well, I may never figure it out. You eventually will. How long have we got? Uh, a whole segment. Okay. So we got 15 minutes. I don't know if that's enough time All right, we'll do that when we come back. Uh, Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew are in today and tomorrow if you want to call in and uh, talk to us about anything. Uh, but we'll uh, talk to Christina in just a minute here on The Tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
6: Good afternoon, I'm Alex McGee. Today, Gator soccer head coach Samantha Bohan announced the addition of new assistant coach Josie Riggs. Riggs is an alumna of Alabama and previously coached at Sanford as the associate head coach for four seasons. The Gator women's track and field team begins the preliminary round of the NCAA Outdoor Championship today. The men completed their prelims yesterday. Today, the Tampa Bay Rays ended their series against the St. Louis Cardinals with a win of 2-1. Tampa had a clean sweep during this series. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning will continue their series with the New York Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals. On Tuesday, the Lightning won 4-1. Tune in at 7.30 for coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex McGee.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
5: AM WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com.
0: Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff.
5: Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection of over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs remember mealypops.com m-e-e-l-y-p-o-p-s.com and we are also open every tuesday through sunday located here in town by the santa fe college sign off 39th avenue thank you so much for your support gator nation and as always go gators
3: well, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah,
7: exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger, made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
0: Wow, this is a good debate.
7: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
8: Hi, this is Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. Every June, we celebrate Father's Day. I was blessed to have a father who was caring and compassionate enough to start a law firm dedicated to serving our community and over the years he's imparted to me the great responsibility to represent our clients in trial since 1971 melden law has helped countless families get the justice that they deserve if we can help you give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon law we won't back down melden law with offices in gainesville cal lake city and fort lauderdale this is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and movie right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the
2: WRUF Radio app.
3: Are they twins? I don't
4: know. They
3: look like two guys just walked by that look like twins. I mean, I
4: couldn't distinguish them.
3: No. All right, so. Christina is joining us now, and we're not going to give her your last name because we don't want anybody to know how important she is.
4: I don't think her mic's working, back. the red light isn't on. Well, hit the red light.
7: Can you talk, Christina? Hi, can everyone hear me? Can you hear him? No. Uh, do I need to go to a
4: different one? There's one over there.
7: Should I just walk over there?
3: Well, Yeah.
4: This is riveting radio. I, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think Seth was stunned that we we actually brought somebody in here to talk sides. <laughs> Whose us.
4: idea was this? Yours, Ben?
3: It was my idea. Yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna play this game that we used, that they used to play back in the fifties. Uh, fifties. What yeah. What's 50s. my line? Yeah. Okay, so you get to ask questions of. Christina. Okay, I'll
4: just one after another. One after, another. Yes no. but it's
3: got to be yes or no questions, okay. and I I will always uh I, i'll I'll step in when i have to okay so the first question okay. do you so you're have you're basically
4: just throwing us under the bus
3: no i'm just i'm just curi- I, I don't have a i think it's a great it. story okay. what what she's dealing with and it's like it's kind of like a yes uh a uh, uh to tell the truth kind of uh, deal okay there. so what's your first <laughs> question
4: well she does not have a microphone
3: okay Are
7: we should I move to the other one
3: yeah, you can move over here. They'll, nobody will hear her answers unless she moves. Or you can just take mine. All right. I nope. nope. I? All right, we get. Let's see. Okay. No, he's making her go outside. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're safer out there.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, okay. so he's putting the headphones on up there. There we go. All right, Christina is ready for your first She's question, ready. Robbie. What is your first question?
4: Christina, are you
7: with us? Yes. Wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Perfect.
4: Okay. Are you a UF student? Yes. Are you a journalism major? Yes. Are you
3: a UF athlete?
7: No. Uh,
3: mm. is, are you here? That's one over $25. <laughs> on to you, Bennett Surf.
7: <laughs>
4: are you working at the radio as part of your academic career? qualifications
7: well I'm currently training right now so yes
4: okay are
3: you related to Pat Dooley
7: <laughs> no <laughs>
3: <laughs> then she's going thank God he'd be uh, a fun uncle
7: are I you <laughs> oh,
4: are you from the state of Florida
7: <laughs> not originally
3: That's another $25 and over to you Kitty Carlisle
4: Kitty Carlisle <laughs>
3: okay. did
4: you grow up a Gator fan
7: no.
3: Alright, over to you. Did you
4: grow up an FSU fan?
7: <laughs> no. Did
3: over to you, orson Bean. <laughs> did you grow up a
4: fan <laughs> of anybody?
7: Certain NBA teams.
4: Were you a New York Knicks fan? No. Miami Heat fan? No. Um. Uh, hey Pat, help me. <laughs> no, I'm
3: just I'm trying to help you.
4: <laughs> okay. Did you when you when did you move to Florida? Did you live on the coast when you moved to Florida?
7: Yes, Sarasota, Florida.
4: Oh, oh, oh! I see. Did you ever read the Bradenton Herald? <laughs>
7: <laughs> like the Herald Tribune?
4: I w- I was a stringer for them in college. Really? Uh, oh, that's yeah. so
7: cool. <laughs> so, are you a senior? Um, yes, going into my senior year.
4: Okay, Pat, I'm out. Okay,
3: how about this? How about this question? Do you? have any love for golf yes you have
4: love do you play more than once a week
7: no
3: how so you're my, not on the golf team no you're
4: not a uf athlete but you love golf
3: but is a uh, somebody who loves golf who's into journalism and so maybe you could ask her you're if, related to somebody no could you, no, you ask she's got to be related to somebody ask her this ask her okay. this Dumbass.
4: Don't call her that. No,
3: ask her this. Um, Did she, uh, is she getting ready to go do an internship anywhere?
4: Are you getting ready to do an internship anywhere? Yes. Is it with the PGA Tour?
7: Yes, in collaboration with them.
4: Oh. So you'll be moving to Ponte Vedra? No. What is the next major? The Open. Are you going to be at the Open? Yes. Oh, now we're getting there. Will you be working at the Open?
7: Yes, as an intern. In public Uh, relations. Um, it's the Lee Elder internship.
3: Oh, that's
4: awesome. Mm -hmm.
3: She asked me yesterday if I knew who Lee Elder was. Oh, duh, yeah. Come on, man. He just died. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. But he's he's one of the greats. But um, so we gotta we gotta. What'd they do they rolled it over at, at one point I'd say you get the hundred dollars you know and what Christina is going to be doing is working for the Lee Elder scholarship that uh, she was uh, or the internship and she's going to be at the US Open which we all wish we were going to be there at well, Brookline. Yeah, exactly. you know it's it's a great uh, uh, here's a question I have for you Christina have you ever seen the movie um, the greatest game ever played Bobby no. Jones. no, no, it was oh, no, yeah. it was uh, the Francis Open. we met yeah. winning the U.S. Open at Brookline. Uh-huh. You had to watch that movie. You cannot go up there and not be able to talk to people about that movie because it's it's one first First of all, it was done by uh, Bill Paxson. It was he was the producer and director, yeah. the late Bill Paxson. Yeah. It's one of it's one of my favorite golf it's movies really ever. Good. Yeah, but I covered the eighty-eight
4: or eighty-nine U.S. Open at Brookline. You did, yeah for the Fort Lauderdale page. do
3: you know where Brookline is
7: yes it's like 20 minutes out from Boston yeah, yeah. but I'm excited for it <laughs> so are
3: they gonna put you up and, and make you comfortable and everything and
7: mm-hmm. they're paying they pay for my flight um, my housing basically everything
3: that's great so what what, what a did, great experience that's gonna be what is the main thing you're gonna be doing
7: It's a variety of things. Um, There is a new segment with NBC, so I'm gonna be doing some media training up there, learning how to do media coverage, um, learning how to manage an event like this and manage athletes, the marketing, the sponsorship side of it. It's super intense because we're learning about just different aspects of golf while being at one of the biggest golf events it's crazy. I still can't believe I'm doing it. <laughs> it's going to be a
4: great experience, though. You're going to lo- love it. It's going to be a, a challenging job, but you're going to love it.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and again, it, it, the U.S. Open is a different event to me from everything else because of the intensity. and In the long
4: days, the days are long. And yeah. I'll,
3: I, I will tell you the Frank Quinn story before, when she gets done, but Frank Quinn just qualified for the U.S. Open. He at, did? How old is he now? 57. Wow. I, I got a great Frank Quinn story. But uh, so if you if you g- when you're there if you see Fran Quinn go up to him and go Pat Dooley was telling stories about you. Okay, they're good stories. Though.
4: <laughs> One of them involves a bottle of whiskey or something. It does. Right? It <laughs> does involve
3: a bottle of whiskey. But uh, so how? I mean, so when do you leave? When do you go up there?
7: I leave Saturday at twelve, so wow. I have to be there up early.
3: Wow. Uh, right, now, are you, you're going to have a great time and you play golf. It's not like you're, you're going up there going, oh, I don't know how to play. golf. I don't know what golf is all about.
7: I'm a pro at mini golf golf itself. <laughs> um, I definitely to work on it, but I worked at a country club. So I was able to get free lessons. So I'm decent. There's room for improvement always, but I'm okay at it. <laughs> it's okay. a great
3: game. It's a great game and it's the most frustrating game. And yeah. here's the thing I've learned more than a, even in my old age. No matter what you think, no matter how you think you've solved it, it's like a Rubik's Cube on steroids. It's not
4: just for you, you it's the pros, too, are like, no, that. they're you, always looking. Searching. You
3: can't solve golf. Mm-hmm. All you can do is try to get better on the next shot. That's all you could do.
7: It's just a huge mental game. I don't know it how is. they do it.
4: You got to forget the previous shot, no
3: matter what. I'll give you a great example of that yesterday, my wife texted me while I'm on the golf course. That she thinks she might have left the oven on, so I'm I'm like, was I, there anything I go, in it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> so she's telling me this, and I'm hit I'm hitting shots on, on on the third hole, and I get to the fourth hole, and all of a sudden I'm hearing sirens. Uh-oh, and I'm like, top. oh my god, our house is on fire! So I race in, run home. Of course, she didn't leave. Of course, leave it anything was on. on. Yeah, <laughs> <It wasn't> anything <laughs> on? But you've got to be mentally, you know, steady on golf. Uh but but also to go up there, this is an unbelievable opportunity for you, but that's a big thing where you could really make a mark with yourself, right?
7: Yeah, and it's very interesting because we're actually pitching ideas on how to be more inclusive and diverse in golf. So once I get up there, I have about, I mean, I've had a couple of weeks to just prepare to right. pitch my ideas. And in the final round, we get to pitch our ideas to the CEO of the USA Golf. Wow. Yep. So, so big deal. <laughs> and again, it this is. is
3: a Lee Elder uh, internship. and yes. Lee Elder was one, of course. He was a pioneer. Pioneer, totally. Right. Him mm-hmm. and Charlie Sifford. Yeah. I mean, I was a big Lee Elder fan. And, I liked uh, him and yeah. Sifford.
4: Sifford smoking his cigarettes.
3: Or cigars yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that cigar was, hanging yeah. out, yeah. So, all right. So Robbie didn't guess it, but we still got, we well, know I what you're him. doing I needed now. help on that one. But it's cool what you're doing. It's great. I, it's it's so much fun. I I envy you, and uh, I I think that this is the kind of thing that people here at Ruf and and uh, you know, College of uh, Journalism are helping people get going forward. And I think that that that's why you know people always ask me, Christina, why there are so many Gators on tv and i'm like because they're good of this school of this yeah. yeah
7: this school
9: is
3: but, they, but what you're gonna do could be a game changer for
7: yeah. your resume
4: no exactly. question about it. exactly
7: and i'm just extremely grateful that everyone has been helping me i remember when i got this project i was just so confused i didn't know what to do and seth has helped me a lot eric has helped me a lot steve as well everyone has just been super informative so i'm just so lucky i have just one of the best people helping me giving me ideas and making sure i look good when i get up there because Obviously, when I get up there, I want to represent UF well. I want to represent myself well. Because you never know who you're going to meet when you're right, out there.
3: Right, right. Well, here's who it won't be. <laughs> Guys on the LIV tour. Well, <laughs> I guess some of them will still be able to play.
4: Can you? Yeah, well, it's not. Well, the U.S. Opens the U.S.G.A., not the PGA. Yeah, so. so yeah, if they're. Yeah, they can play. Yeah,
3: you got to be careful because it it could get ugly up there with all these people starting to yell at uh guys who are on the, this other tour and everything. So it's it's crazy what's going on right now, but uh it's certainly a good time to be involved in uh golf. Absolutely. But it, it's the most interesting time ever in golf. It it may not be ideal. It's kind of like NIL. is not ideal, but it is what's going on. You and it's it's really interesting and, and you know, you'll know you be exposed to everything up there. That'll be great.
7: Yeah, and the internship program has really prepared us. They've made us go through media training, has given us so many information packets just to be prepared really? and to expect things because they're collaborating with NBC for this too. So wow. we're expected, we had to sign media releases, so I, don't, I think I'm underplaying it. I don't know what to expect, but I know it'll be a great opportunity. <laughs> no
4: question about it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Christina. By the way, I don't know your last name.
7: Santiago.
3: Okay, Santiago. I, I just want Christina Santiago. Write it down, Rob. I got it. All <laughs> right,
7: all
3: right. We'll let you go. Uh, Thanks, thank Christina. you so much for joining us.
7: Thanks for having me. Great. This is fun. <laughs> great to talk to you. You too. Have a good one.
3: Yeah. We well, Christina and I talked about this the other day, and I was like, "We got to have you on the show." It's a great. Yeah, story. it really is a great story. That you you're a student at the University of Florida, and you get to go to Brookline and and be an intern. At uh, the U.S. Open. It's so cool.
4: Yeah, it is. No question about we it. We didn't have those opportunities. and Like, you know, I, know, and I, like I said, <laughs> it will be a game changer for your resume, really. Yeah. somebody that young to have that on your resume, very
3: impressive. What we had in our resumes was strung for Sar- Sarasota Herald Tribune. <laughs> yeah, that was about it. Wrote stringer <laughs> stories. That's it, that was pretty much it. Uh, but that's the way it was back then. All right, got to take a break. We'll come back. And open the phone lines if you want to get in here at 392-8255. for the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew. We got two days of uh, just me and Robbie, and we uh, maybe look, the Gong Show tomorrow. I'm, yeah, we may do the Gong Show tomorrow. We may uh, we may get when we come back. We may talk about things that Robbie thinks about SEC football.
4: Here's one that I thought would get people that interested in call in. Like, I, when did you become a Gator? a Knoll, a Hurricane. When did I don't want to know when anybody
3: can get a Knoll what, or a Hurricane. But what about you? I don't want
4: to know that. When did, you, when did you know you were a Gator? That Fans would love that. Callers would love that. There's a certain time in your life where you say, yeah, I'm a Gator. I
3: don't so
4: remember. So callers should... I don't you,
3: remember. I just know mine that was it was... was
4: somewhere during the 64 season. I would, it, I
3: would go back further. I would say 63 when Dick Kirk... Yeah. Ran that touchdown against Alabama to beat Alabama ten to seven. But there. I was at the, but, Why do I remember that score? But the,
4: I, the my first game was against Miami in w- sixty one or two.
3: Yeah, sixty two Auburn was I don't,
4: mine. I, all I remember is that they lost. And it didn't bother me at all. I was only
3: what. So you weren't a Gator?
4: Not yet. no. But in
3: no, if sixty four, I seven. I start, you weren't a Gator? <laughs> no,
4: but it, <laughs> six, in in sixty four, I started watching the Ray Graves highlights with Dick Stratton on Sunday, after you know my dad would list the road games on the radio. So I then, think, that's when I became. I think
3: sixty-two. What my was my first game with Larry Libatori. They beat Auburn twenty-two to three. Didn't you sell Coke though at Florida? Games I didn't. Not a, for that game. Uh, I did later, but I think sixty-three when Dick Kirk ran that fifty-yard touchdown. Yeah. And they beat Alabama, and we were jumping up and down the bed, in in Gainesville. But you know,
4: I do remember the uh, that
3: that to me was what I remember probably the sixty-three upset
4: leader. in Tuscaloosa. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, I, I definitely was fired up for that. So maybe it was 63 for me.
3: Well, it could have been the same day. It so it goes been. on with the yeah. same theme. <laughs> yeah. Same one, one day away on birthdays, exact yeah. same age. I think you're Both, right. both I got divorced.
4: That it. <laughs> both remarrying out, kicked our coverage. Yes.
3: Both had have beautiful, wonderful kids. Yeah. There is a common theme here. Yeah. But so now
4: s- callers need to tell us, when did you become a Gator? They don't want to call and say Why that. Not? I bet because, somebody calls because in.
3: they're they they don't want to they don't want to expose themselves. They're we can we can
4: ask Tennessee Mike when he became a Vol. He probably woke up one he's morning. He's not a Vol. He woke up one morning. and goes, God, I'm a loser, so I'm going to be a Vol fan. <laughs> he's not a he's a Lane <laughs> See, that, Kip and He'll Bruce, call in now. He's a
3: Lane Kiffin Bruce Pearl fan. He's not a yeah. Vol fan. All right, but he is. On that note, we'll take a break. Uh, thanks, Christina, for coming on. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. On the tailgate, Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew, today and tomorrow, we're going to give it to you all day. It- From every call third
2: strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 981 FM at 850
10: AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073.
0: The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384.
2: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
5: This evening, we have a 30% chance for thunderstorms. Some could be heavy and gusty. Later tonight, isolated thunderstorms are possible, lows in the 70s, tomorrow steamy with a 60% chance for afternoon and evening storms, highs in the 80s to near 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George.
0: Keyshawn
2: Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman.
0: I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Are you watching Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yes, I am.
11: Okay, because I'm watching it with my
0: kids. I don't want to offend anybody, but I don't
11: even know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Obi-Wan Kenobi, I got you.
12: But, oh, Darth Vader was catching wrecking
11: on episode... Darth Vader showed up in episode three. Up until a couple years ago, I thought it was Darth
2: Vader. He, (laughs) Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida
1: Gatorhead football coach Billy Baker, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dewey. right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anywhere in the world on
3: the WRUF radio app. Well, we appreciate you, Coach Napier, and uh, we'll see what happens with this. All these recruits being in town, and um,
4: I guess the quarterback left town a little while ago.
3: Yeah, I'm sure he didn't do it because he was he was angry. But he, no, no we'll
4: I see. think he's either heading to Miami or somewhere else.
3: Yeah, we'll see what they get. I mean, these guys. Yeah. this is the world we live in, and they're putting a
4: lot of emphasis on
3: trying to get this. Kid. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Do what? What do you say? I don't know. I can't hear you. I can't
4: hear you. Is this the sound?
3: I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> right now we're going to go to Warren and he will hopefully can't won't help. get gone. Are you
4: there, Warren? Oh,
13: I'm there.
3: All
4: right
13: listen to you guys uh i'm gonna tell you my father was raised in high springs and his whole life, I grew there
3: up it there. is there's a gong now you're not getting gong no, warren. No, they, th- yeah. uh, he just go had ahead, to show warren. me he had to show me the song that's perfect
4: perfect the gong show
3: for tomorrow yeah, so, yeah. For the gong show we're yeah. doing the gong yeah. show tomorrow yeah we're gonna yeah. gong people <laughs> that are that are stupid <laughs> gong <laughs> ourselves uh, warren we're now. not gonging you go ahead
13: don't, don't gong me.
14: We're not, uh, believe me.
13: You know, I, I've been a lifelong Gator fan, but I can remember the first game that I listened to with my father and really understood what the hell was going on. And it was the super soft game uh, against Houston.
3: That's a great one. 69? Yeah.
13: Yeah, 56. R- Jeff Cardozo's
3: favorite year, 1969? It is. Well, it's 69. <laughs> That's all he cares about.
13: 68? 69, Yeah. I mean, we technically won the SEC that year, if you consider Tennessee mm, winning beat the Beat Tennessee
3: NCC. in the bowl we game. We
13: played them in the
4: Gator Bowl that year. Mike Kelly with an interception nice to- for a touchdown. No. What's that?
3: No, 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 no. Mike Tannen Kelly returned block a punt. block punt oh, by right. Steve Tannen yeah, for a touchdown. Right. And I know this because I looked all of it up. I actually watched that game the other day because I was doing another chapter. In my uh, They want me to do another two chapters in Game of My Life. So I decided – I said, look – if I can do Steve Tannen and Major Wright, because I knew I could get a hold of him, I'll do it. And right. they said, okay, great. So Steve Tannen yeah. is, is a good friend of mine. We we sat down. But, yeah, cool. he blocked the punt, and, and uh, yeah, Mike Kelly, Kelly, Kelly ran did. it back for for a touchdown. Yeah. So, Warren,
4: you, were, yeah. you and your dad must have been going crazy at that uh, Houston game. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely.
13: And, you know, he was a, he was a Notre Dame fan, and I, I'm a Notre Dame fan, going up Irish, Catholic, whatever, living in Gainesville, Florida. and You know, you remember back in the days uh, – we didn't get a lot of TV, you know. I no. mean, get one saw, game a week is all you'd get, basically. Yeah, you get one, maybe two if you're lucky. And, you know, it's usually Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, USC. Uh, Alabama, United what's State, so on. Michigan, Alabama, you know. The, 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 you know, the usual, as Charlie Pell would call it, the sacred cows. So, um, <laughs> had to throw that one in. Yeah, there. that's a good one.
4: <laughs> so, Warren, how old were you in 1969?
13: I was in second grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that year.
3: We were already old by then.
13: No, no, my father was in grad school, starting grad school at U.S. in the College of Education. And I remember, I I think it was my third grade year, he would take the radio out of his room. He was working on a thesis or something. And uh, uh, he would take the radio, roll the cord up, and tell me to go on the other side of the house and listen to the game and not tell him what the score is. I love that. you know, he wanted, he, you know, he said, don't, I don't want to know anything. I got work to do. But you listen to the game because I'm going to ask you about it.
4: Yeah. So you grew up with Otis Boggs, <laughs> which was a good thing.
13: Oh, yeah, Otis Boggs. And uh who's the guy, Leach, that was his yeah. uh, commentator, Leach?
3: Yeah, Bob yeah. Leach. Yeah. yeah, Bob Leach.
13: Bob Leach, Bob Leach. Yeah, and they used to they have were great a – uh, Noon to one on WRUF. On the old yeah, Gators. they did
3: that uh, old show, uh, Bob and Otis show. Yeah.
13: Yes, 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 yes. So no, I go back a long way, and uh, you know, I'm a gator, I'm a gator fan, and you know, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't understand why all these new fans are so upset that these guys are losing. I mean, you you remember the, the '70s, man? Oh yeah, uh, it was brutal. Wait till next year. Uh, yeah. You know, eight and three, seven four. I mean, that was a good year for
4: us. Yeah, uh, especially yep. Doug Dickey. And you
13: know,
4: but when we were you know, growing, when we were growing up, nobody around Florida talked about winning a national title in football.
3: No. Steve, Steve Tan mentioned somehow. that for the for we the just book. wanted to be competitive. That yeah. nobody even talked about the SEC championship. Hardly. They just they were just like, you know, let's just well, try to win. To let's try to try get, to get bowl eligible. Yeah, try yeah. to go eight and two, and they are winning like nine three. bowls. Then yeah. you know,
13: and we never played Alabama. I don't think. Back in the 70s, I mean, I remember them coming to town one time.
4: 79, and, they won like 40 nothing here or something like that. 40 to nothing. Yeah, yeah.
13: Johnny Musso. Before yeah. That. They played here before that. It must have been 75. 70, it was earlier in the 70s. And um, I remember uh, we sold Cokes uh, for that game just to have a seat and see the cr- Crimson Tide play. You know, I mean, we went up and actually, yeah. you know, you go up, you pay your 20 bucks or whatever, and you get your case of Cokes,
3: and you sell No, but I, I them, would always back. do the hot dogs because the hot dogs oh, were they, easy to get he rid he of. You can throw them, right? Yeah, you get rid of those, and then you sit down <laughs> and watch the game. You you save the last two hot dogs, you break even, and then I did yeah. that for years at, at Florida Field. Uh,
13: oh, yeah. I was humping, man, humping them Cokes. And, you know, remember those wire... Uh, Oh, yeah. So we can, yeah. You know, those things, you carry them in the canister. It took like 24 of them. I mean, that, it was trays. not easy. To, uh, it wasn't easy to carry that crate up and down those steps. No.
3: And,
13: you know, I'd sell a couple couple crates of those things. And, and you were selling and to people, people that were basically
3: stock, you know, taking their oh, yeah. their no, rum I mean, they and they throwing totally them in there so. or, uh, or uh, bourbon and throwing them in there. That
4: al- was always happening. Uh,
3: Robbie's dad was yeah. a bourbon guy, so yeah. I know he had some with him.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody had yeah. a flask back then. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: My dad said that the, sneak in the
13: in with their uh, their seat cushion. Their yeah, seat it, cushions, yeah. that in the
3: fifties they used to take yeah. cooler because you could yeah, bring I anything mean. you want. is full of martinis into the game. That's great.
13: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I would do that. I would go to more games if we could do that.
4: But so when we <laughs> were students here, we'd take a cooler of <laughs> beer to the baseball games. Oh yeah, and sit on absolutely. the left field line
13: yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Well, when I was now they charge you nine dollars for a beer. The best game I ever watched there, and there were a lot of damn good ones, but uh, I think probably the best game I watched there just because of life and where you are in life and everything else and uh, 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 when they played Southern Cal.
4: That was really great.
13: That was an awesome game. Buffett was so drunk, he couldn't sing the national anthem, but that was okay. <laughs> and, you know, and we were so drunk, we didn't give a shit.
3: Yeah.
4: That's when Wilbur became an All-American.
3: Yep, he did that day.
13: Correct, correct.
3: correct. All right, thanks, Warren. Appreciate thanks, Warren. the
13: call. Right, you guys take care. Bye By I'm the soon. way,
3: somebody asked me this question at the quarterback club Tuesday night, and I didn't have the answer. I didn't know. But uh, Otis Boggs was 42 years as a play-by-play That's guy. amazing. 1940 to it's 19. It's a high, lazy spiral. Yeah, and he hits it at the 10 and falls forward to the 20. Yeah. you go like, this must be the tallest guy in the world. <laughs> We loved Otis Moss. We too. loved him. We yeah. listened to so many games with him. And uh, one thing we have to do right now is take a break. We'll take that break. We'll come back. Copper Gator and Tommy, we'll get to you as soon as we can, as soon as we get back from this break. Here on the tailgate, Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew for the next two days, ESPN one FM and 850 AM WRUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM,
6: WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex McGee. Today, Gator soccer head coach Samantha Bohan announced the addition of new assistant coach Josie Ricks. Ricks is an alumna of Alabama and previously coached at Sanford as the associate head coach for four seasons. The Gator women's track and field team begins the preliminary round of the NCAA Outdoor Championship today. The men completed their prelims yesterday. Today, the Tampa Bay Rays ended their series against the St. Louis Cardinals with a win of 2-1. Tampa had a clean sweep during this series. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Lightning will continue their series with the New York Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals. On Tuesday, the Lightning won 4-1. Tune in at 7.30 for coverage. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex McGee.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM,
0: 8.50 AM WRUF. Big Mills is a small place with a big taste.
5: Right now at International Diamond Center, you can get that Rolex watch you've always dreamed of and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. That's right. Now for a limited time, IDC's incredible five-year zero-interest plan is available on over 800 luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Luxury timepieces have never been so affordable. IDC's buyers have scoured the country buying up only the best of the best pre-owned Rolexes, the ones you can't find anywhere else. Daytona's, Batman's, Pep State just submariners, each one carefully inspected and in pristine condition. If you've been trying to find a Rolex, you know what a challenge it is. But IDC has the model you want in stock now at a very competitive price. And now through June 30th, you can pick out the Rolex you've always wanted. We'll make it more affordable than ever with special five years zero interest financing. Hurry in for the best selection. We've got hundreds of Rolex watches for both men and women. Don't miss this opportunity to get the Rolex you deserve. Only at International Diamond Center on approved credit. Summary
7: All blocked thanks to advanced security included with Cox Panoramic Wi Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi Fi app. Restrictions apply.
3: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all
2: athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered, your home for every important sports story, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. At WRUF.com.
3: Hi. I, I, see, I told
4: you somebody would call in and tell us
3: they Well, one guy did. Yeah. You've got one person that did. Well, that
4: we're not. We well, let's see what, Co- maybe in.
3: Copper Gator has something for us. Copper Gator, what's up?
14: I think this is Tommy, guys.
3: Tommy. Oh, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Shocking.
14: <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, Copper Gator man. You were probably there before me, but <laughs> so uh, so guys, the reason I was calling in, uh, Pat, actually was to speak on Robbie's uh, Robbie's deal there, man. So uh, what's the his reason deal? I
9: became
14: a Gator fan um, was back in 1995. Now I don't know if you guys remember when Emmett Smith came to Books a Million off 13th Street. I'm going to go
3: with no on that, yeah. Go ahead.
14: Uh, Wasn't he there for the FSU game that year? Yeah, Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was signing autographs for his book, The Emmett Zone. And he was at Books a Million. And uh, we went through there, got autographs from Emmett Smith. I met Emmett Smith. And then it was, like, a little bit later, um, I, I don't remember how long or whatever, but I was on University Avenue, by the old orange and blue uh, circle k there and i was going right there on university 13th and everybody's selling 1995-96 and it's everybody's saying we are the champions on rock 104 we're singing the songs people are acting crazy i had no idea i was in sixth grade at the time i had no idea what people are doing we're just in traffic um acting crazy with everybody else who's out selling pennants selling bandanas selling hats selling everything like so and and like it was all like a mind blur from the Emmett Smith signing in that same time to that same little deal and I know I cried my behind off when we lost to Tommy Fraser and the Cornhuskers so it was between that time and that time with Emmett Smith and being in the traffic, and then of course my college time was uh during the Tebow days, which we could not, you know I was down doing the same thing in the street. So I think '95 I became a diehard Gator, uh and I got a Gator tattoo on my right arm. Uh, I live and die Florida Gators. Uh, they mean the world to me. They. Dictate my mood, actually, which is kind of sad to say. Sometimes. But, it, 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 <laughs> it's but, it, but it's true of a lot of people. So. A <laughs> lot
3: of people feel that same see, way. Now, that's a great is, story. Is that Tommy. tattoo great of story. Phil Troutwine?
14: Uh, no, sir. I actually <laughs> got it in '04. Now I got it in 04. My one of my best. friends oh, so it was Rand Carthan. He was joining the military, and I'm terrified of needles, man. And so he goes, "Man, I'm going. To, I'm going to Iraq or Afghanistan. I couldn't remember which one he's going." And he's like, I want a tattoo. I want to get you one. we had had a couple of beers. Like, all right, let's all right. go.
3: Yeah, so I, go I see where this gator. is going.
14: <laughs> well, no, here's the deal. I'm very patriotic, man. I'm red-blooded American man. Uh, like, I, I represent everything that America stands for to certain things and blah, blah, blah. Not trying to get political, but I wanted a, something. My dad always told me he was a preacher. My dad always said, if you're ever gonna put any ink on your body, make sure it's something you can keep forever. And I would never not be a Gator fan, you know. So that was one of the things. So, is the American flag in the background, and I put gold teeth in the mouth for all the championships the Gators have won. <laughs> That's a great so, story. So got they got come a
3: drill, yeah, so you man. wouldn't have a, uh, you wouldn't have done what uh, you know, like Lee Trevino got his wife's tattooed on his he name. put and a band-aid they had to put during, a band because he, he divorced her. Yeah. <laughs>
14: yeah yeah i've never seen that the see the yeah did, did you guys see the new one where the, the guy uh for his son man uh had a birthmark on his chest and the dad went and got a tattoo of a birthmark like his son on the chest no i did, I did. see that where did i didn't I see, see that one i, did. Yeah.
4: I saw that that's being a good dad true. right there
14: man cuz you know i'm not doing that like <laughs> that you know that's your birthmark dude you be a yeah. i'm still
3: tattoo less although i will say i have i have thought about cuz my daughter has a tattoo what would you get well i know what i would get either. my daughter has she a tattoo on her arm and it says ae and it's it's Ed, or ea it's edward ashoff cuz right. she she loved edward ashoff like she's the one who gave him the name of, um, you know, Awesome Ed. Well, so okay, that's you know, what I actually—it's yeah, it's like AE, that. Awesome Ed. So,
14: like awesome. the meaning, man, the meaning. Yeah, to each I would get own. one of the like Beatles me, if I
3: got anything. It would be the, it would be some kind of Beatles tattoo. But I—I I don't well, anticipate that happening.
14: The Gators for me, Pat, are were my church, man. It was my um, when I was going through things in my early 2000s, my younger years being in the swamp is my church it was my
3: my well it's here. not going to help you get to heaven just just <laughs> let you know that Tommy. Hey, hey
14: gators yellows and blues look at the sky baby let yeah it go. true
4: we're all
3: right there, we think. gotta let you go we're good,
14: good,
4: good story night. Tom we're out of good time Tommy to thanks to a lot um, I told you people would like that
3: yeah I don't know how I have somehow you've disconnected everybody. I've disconnected everybody. Well, in the second hour, we'll come back. Also, I want to do something with Robbie with numbers, player numbers, because he is a big fan of player numbers. I'm not as good as my brother, We'll come back. Yeah, we got to get him on the phone. We'll come back for the second hour in just a minute.
2: W.R.U.F. Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM 850 You spoke, we w- listened R-U-F.
10: You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever Your schedule doesn't have time For five hours in a car dealership Work, kids, soccer practice Grocery runs, jury duty Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how Ghettos got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
8: Hi, this is Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. Every June, we celebrate Father's Day. I was blessed to have a father who was caring and compassionate enough to start a law firm dedicated to serving our community. And over the years, he's imparted to me the great responsibility to represent our clients in trial. Since 1971, Meldon Law has helped countless families get the justice that they deserve. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at we won't back down melden law with offices in gainesville cal lake city and fort lauderdale
11: belonging isn't just about fitting in it's about feeling at home that's why at radiant credit union belonging means more than just getting great financial services it's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch the care we take when decisions affect your life and the love we have for this community Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at radiantcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA.
0: Star treatment Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an MRI call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
1: this program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC
2: Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set.
10: We're all sound. Action. You
2: can be part of the show by calling 392 Talk. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
3: Otis Fox. We were just talking about Otis Fox. He died at the age of 82. For those of you don't know. You know who wrote the story in the Angel Sun? I was telling everybody, oh, I, I remember writing his obit. No, it was Robbie Andrews.
9: Andrews.
3: I don't remember writing. Let me read the... <laughs> What, is there anything worse than when you're in a press box or a press room, like a hospitality room, that people start, like they have all these... You're uh,
4: referring to Chris Harry.
3: Basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start reading your leads Remember out. Remember
4: that when it, the Citrus Boys started reading out everybody's yes. alligator people? <laughs> We're all going, ah!
3: Nobody wants to hear what their lead was. No. Your lead was, the Florida football family has lost a legend and another legendary voice. Because Jim Finch had just died, uh, less than a year earlier. See, so that works. I love yeah. it. Was good. That's a, you, Robbie. One thing I will say about you, and not—I will say many positive things about you, but one thing of I will say about not. you: you are really a good lead writer. Oh. You are great. I mean, you didn't write uh, Shane Watson was open.
4: <laughs> That's all you <he> need <laughs> to know. Okay, I'm or, throwing the paper down now.
3: In the distance, you didn't write that no, one. I didn't either. Write that. Yeah, uh,
4: <laughs> a metronome. <laughs>
3: That's your favorite lead of all time and That's Shane Chris was Yeah, open. that is like okay.
4: That's all I need to know. I'm not going to read your story.
3: <laughs> oh my god. Um, he was open by the way. He was. He was wide open. But
4: you needed to know more. Yeah, like you why was he painted with coke bottles yes. and stuff?
3: Exactly. Yeah, so we're we were talking a little Otis box. We we were talking about a lot of things today and we'll continue to uh, again uh this but now, now.
4: We are equipped for the gong show tomorrow.
3: We are. If we, we, we want to do it. Yes. We have, we have that information. We have that... Uh, the gong. The gong. If So if you call in tomorrow, you can get gonged.
6: It's
3: if you're just, going
4: too long or if you're getting boring, you yeah. can get gonged.
3: So gong Robbie right now. It's all in fun. Are you ready you to gong?
4: Don't take it personally. You ready to gong, gong me.
3: Gong Robbie. <laughs> gong me. I'm talking right now. No, you need to hear what I have to say, Pat. He's taking phone calls. Oh. He's he's actually doing his job, <laughs> unlike us. All right, so uh I wanted to, I, I, I was thinking about this today. I was gonna go I'm gonna you know, I was trying to think All of right. things we could there it is. The <laughs> gong?
4: Oh yeah. I've been gone.
3: Well you were gone then. You were the one talking when the gong came on. True. So do you want me not to do All the right. show anymore? <laughs> <laughs> now I got gonged.
4: <laughs> we'll gong anybody tomorrow. Um all in fun, though. Don't take it personally.
3: Yeah, so three nine two eight two five five. if you want to call in and talk about anything. we the, the question Robbie threw out there is, when did you become a Gator? What what was the moment where you said, I'm a Gator fan? And for me, I think it was, uh, I, I still go back to that Dick Kirk Alabama run. Alabama Us jumping up and down when they beat Alabama on the road. And that was so huge. Night, uh, 70, or, 63. I'm sorry, 63. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, the moment I I think I became a Gator fan and um, you know and then it just got built into you uh, selling cokes and well, I didn't sell cokes but I sold hot dogs. hot dogs but then you were stuck for life <laughs> you were and that's the thing so there were times when I I, w- I would literally go why why couldn't I have been a fan of somebody else because it, it got especially in 1979. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but I remember that
4: time that Tim went to the Florida Georgia and bought a Georgia hat after the Florida loss He again. did. That's he right. said, that's
3: it, I'm done. I'm. He gave up. He
4: cursed our dad for being, growing up, going to Florida.
3: <laughs> Tim Tim has never taken losses well. well. He took that one hard. Yeah. I think the one good thing for you and I both is that we got into the profession and you knew yeah, and then you could turn it off. Yeah, you're objective, you know? yeah. Yeah, you turn it off. You go, hey, I'm going to write about the game. That's all anybody cares about. They don't care what I think. Yeah. In terms of whether I'm, I like what the Gators did or didn't like what they did, it's a matter of do I think, do I agree with what they did, or yeah. do I, you know? You
4: cover the game.
3: Yeah, and and a lot of people have asked me, how can you, how can you write about the Gators when you love the Gators? I go, I love the Gators. When the game's over, I don't care. I, now it's my job. Yeah, when you're doing a job, you yeah. don't think
4: about that. You no, think
3: about what you're doing, what you're going to write, what you cover. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I haven't changed that much in that way. Even though I'm I'm only writing for a bunch of uh, you know, different uh, outlets, and I love writing for them, Gators Wire, I just did a thing. I, I actually came up with my 12 uh, yeah, underrated, players. underrated players. You know who one of them was? This, this one you will not agree with me on. Steve Spurrier. Uh,
4: we've already talked about that. Of course I don't agree with what that.
3: What about okay, what about
4: <laughs> You'd ask him if he what is he think of what that?
3: What about um yeah, I put Mike Rich on there. You you brought up Mike Rich. Yeah. Definitely was on there. He rushed for the a late
4: run. Mike Rich, right?
3: No, he's still on. Oh, he is good. Yeah. Oh, that's right. James Richards is late. Yeah. You, you brought him up and I put him on there. Um You know who else I put on there was uh Travis McGriff.
4: Cause he had that one great year. Doug hair. Johnson, he had a great year.
3: Doug Johnson, I re- I'll never forget this. When we were doing our um, top one hundred list of all time in two thousand six, and we came up with the first list and we ran it by a, a few Gator fans, including the great Jeff Tudine, who we loved oh, very yeah. much, late Jeff Tudine. Um, and he went, no way. And and I go, so I ran back by a few people. But I go, Doug Johnson, no way. Top 100 players. I'm like, you guys aren't getting it. What Doug Johnson did was great. He was a great quarterback. It's just that he he had to follow. He Warfel. followed Danny Warfel. Yeah. And it and it was. Like Jackie, Jackie Eckdahl had to follow
4: Steve Spurrier. Exactly.
3: You know, the other guy I put on there was Larry Rents. Think about this. Larry Rents. He played Rents,
4: safety, quarterback, wide receiver.
3: And he was a punter. Yeah. Larry Rents. Uh, There's no defense for Larry. Threw, no defense for Larry Rens. Um, he threw the ball to Richard Trapp that got them that the huge touchdown to beat Georgia. Yeah, where he ran all over the field. Yeah, Trapp? yeah. But he threw the ball and he held the ball for Spurges field goal. That's awesome. So, uh, on t- you know, and he was a great player at Florida. But no he was I, real thin. I mean, he was like 155 oh, pounds. But probably. I don't think anybody thinks back and they go, "Oh, Larry Rens. Yeah, he was
4: great." I love Larry Rens. So. Yeah.
3: Uh 10. trying to think who else was number uh, ten, right? Yeah, number ten.
4: You were gonna do numbers with me.
3: Okay. How about Bruce Molinix?
4: Seventy four.
3: <laughs> That's sad.
4: No, actually it might have been seventy five. <laughs> no, it was seventy four. You
3: c- I want you to get Tim Andrew to come on and I wanna I want to go I want to give you him Quiz him? Yeah. Five numbers of obscure players and see how many he can get. Can we do that tomorrow? Yeah. I'll talk to Tim, I think. But don't let him look him up because okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna give you the, who the well, player. Yeah, I won't know. Yeah.
4: Well, remember Keith Niebuhr, was a, he's such a gator and gator and we go. Yeah. He didn't know Carlos Alvarez's number. <laughs> you're not a you're not a gator if you don't know his number. Forty five. Yeah, exactly.
3: All right, Copper Gator. You know Carlos Alvarez's number, don't you?
16: Uh, Forty five. I just heard you, Pat. I yep. think <laughs> you're right. Like you got that. it. <laughs> yeah, you you kicked me off before the break. That's all right, man. I'll call back. It was my mistake.
3: Uh, my my bad. I'm not a professional at you know, this.
16: You know, Jeff's underrated on the on the talk show. He probably made number one on your list, at least there for that. <laughs> Good one. Uh, the
17: uh,
16: The thing I was calling about New York and Tampa tonight. You know, Tampa's moving up there. They lost the first two there for hockey. Um, what's your take? Do you, do you you like Tampa going up there and winning this on the road, or you have no care to no want to worry about hockey right now?
3: I'll give that one to Pat. Well, I will say this: I when I was. Uh, Working at the Times Union, I I, I kind of felt like I needed to follow a hockey team because I didn't have a, a team that I liked. And my friend, uh, King Gladstone, I don't know if you ever knew Clint King Gladstone. He was a desk guy at the Times Union. Great guy, great guy. Great guy. One of the greatest guys I've ever been around. He was a big Rangers fan. So I became kind of a Rangers fan. And it uh, so happened the next two years later. They won the Stanley Cup with Mark Messier. So I always liked yep. the Rangers, but I don't follow hockey. So, okay. like, I'm just interested. I'm interested in that the fact that the I thought this thing was up when when the Rangers are up two zero and two zero. Yeah, I thought this thing was over, and now all of a sudden we got a, a great series going. So I, you know, I really don't care that much who wins. It's kind of like the NBA. I, I, if Al Horford wins, I'm going to be happy. If the Golden State wins, I'll be happy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't have any negative rooting to do. It's, it's kind of troubling for me. But it would be great if they won well, it that,
16: again. Won it yeah. again. And, it, and it's refreshing that you can actually just watch the game for what the game is versus, you know, having to hopefully something bad happens to another team or, or wonder why your team's choking or doing well. So that's a refreshing thing for me. I'm a Tampa fan, so going for the three-peat as one of the only five teams or six teams ever do that would be big. That
4: would the, be other thing,
16: the, the other thing I wanted to touch base on, between you two, you have a century's worth of knowledge in Gainesville. Um, you know, and you're talking about what made you big Gator fans there, Robbie, and things like that. If you could pinpoint a decade, you know, from, you know, whether it's the 60s, 70s, 80s, 2000s, you know, 10s, now we're going into the 20s, where you saw the biggest change on campus. And, and the reason I'm asking that is because now you see all the stuff that's being built on university, all the stuff that's being built, in new, uh, you know, off of, off of 13th Street here, and it's going down toward Maine, and then you've got Celebration Point with, with new construction over the last 10 years. Can you remember something as as much as new construction in this area in your time frames? And I'll take it off the air and go Gators.
4: I really can't. Can you, Pat? I mean...
3: Absolutely not. I cannot I mean, As far remember. as the program
4: goes, the 90s were a huge change. Yeah. And, and they went and, back to grass and...
3: And look, let, let's face it. Uh, when Charlie Pell walked in here, it was... They had Florida, no facilities at Florida all. Florida had nothing. And, and he built it up. And I, I think Charlie Pell even though I know he cheated, I know he did some bad things. I, I considered him a friend, at the, especially at the end. We were we were pretty close. Uh, but the bottom line is he cheated. I mean, nobody's going to ever get over that part, and they put Florida in a bad place that they had to dig out of. But he built the infrastructure into something that they had never seen before. Mm-hmm. And then Spurrier and kind of inherited that, even though Spurrier hates yeah. Charlie Pell because he fired him. Yeah, He used to carry that. Yeah, um, that headline around in his, in his uh, wallet. It said, uh, Pell Fire Spur, comma Helton in the Gainesville Sun. <laughs> he carried but, it around yeah, forever. Of course.
4: But, but, you know, now I'm thinking back in the early 80s there was this growth in Gainesville where Archer yeah. Road used to be nothing on Archer Road. When you went Dude. past 34th it was just open fields. When I was born... In the 80s everything uh, it just went wild.
3: When I was born a poor young boy... Um, and my parents took me back to our, our house on 39th street, 39th Avenue. Okay. 39th street, 39th Avenue, right there on 39th to 13th, basically was our house. Really? It was a dirt road. 39th. That's unbelievable. I know. Yeah. It was a dirt road. And, um, so so yeah. When
4: we were here, there was no mall
3: yet. No, no. The and seven, then the mall's dead. I don't even know what's over there I don't know run. how.
4: It's still open.
3: And that, the second mall's <laughs> almost dead, too. But it is – it is, it, yeah, it has been – I know I talked to Torian Green the other day. Uh, he did a little press conference, which was great to to talk to him. And he said, you know, when I left Gainesville, it was a little town. Now it's a city. It's, and, I, and I go, yeah. He goes, man. He goes, I'm driving in on, on Archer Road, and I'm going – there's a Cheesecake Factory and a P.F. <laughs> Chang's? What yeah. happened here? I know.
4: There used to be nothing there.
3: No, I know. So it's totally a different world. And I'm not a big fan of what has happened to Gainesville, certainly with the, all the apartments, you know, where you take out a place like the Swamp. I, look, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your goal is monetarily. But you knock down the Swamp and you put up a, a crappy-looking apartment. Yeah. I'm not going to be a fan of yours.
4: Yeah, yeah okay? Pat, uh, Jill and I on Sunday walk by the New swamp. I think it's going to open in August. It does. It looks yeah. just like it. It looks good. It's going to be great.
3: But it's not going to be the same. No, it's
4: not. you're not going to be on, you know, University Avenue across from Yeah, and you
3: walk across to the game, yeah. you know, stuff like that.
4: You'll be near a fraternity. Even runner, though I know people love, road.
3: like, I, my daughter goes to social all the time because she lives right by there. And the social is really good. I love it the social. Good. But it's not the porpoise. It's no. not... You know, but Your feet th- don't stick to the floor anymore. No, you don't. That's <laughs> right, and you don't have that smell of bleach coming yeah. up all the time. But I, look, Gainesville has changed a lot, and it—it it has. Growing. I don't. I'm not saying it's for the better. I mean, and the, at the same time, things like Celebration Point, where you have Spurs and you have all these other great restaurants, Prime and Pearl, and the uh, Ale House now is out there. It's great, but that's if you live there, you know. But yeah. I mean, and I don't know. I. I I've said this before, and this is going to sound really mean. I wouldn't move to Gainesville, but I'm not going to move away from it. I love Gainesville still. I love love, being... I
4: definitely love Gainesville. Yeah, I love being around... Our kids love Gainesville.
3: Yes, and I love being around Gator Sports, and I love it. A lot of things about it, but I don't necessarily love what it's become. But I'm not going to move away because of what it's become. Does that make any sense? Yeah,
4: I get it. It's just grown, Pat. That's all there is to it. There's no... Like the arch roting the way the whole city went west. And east got left behind.
3: It did, totally. And that's not good news, but no. anyway. All right, so we will uh, continue talking. I'm going to give Robbie some, some numbers, see what he can do with them. Okay. Here on the tailgate, ESPN ninety eight one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Give me some
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM, 8.50 AM
15: WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Tyler Lightburn. The Rays won 2-1 today off a stellar outing from Shane McClanahan against the Cardinals, completing a series sweep. Coming off a thunderous 4-1 victory in Game 4, the Tampa Bay Lightning look to carry on their winning ways tonight against the New York Rangers in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The second-ranked Gators women's track and field team competed in the NCAA Championships today, and will compete again on Saturday. The 6th-ranked Gators men's track and field team is competing in the Outdoor NCAA Championships tomorrow. Both men's and women's track and field will be competing in Eugene, Oregon through Saturday. The Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics face off in Game 4 of the NBA Finals at 9 p.m. Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tyler Lightburn.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF.
15: Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardos. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardos Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community. Baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Oh, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10?
0: The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram.
8: Hi, this is Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. Every June, we celebrate Father's Day. I was blessed to have a father who was caring and compassionate enough to start a law firm dedicated to serving our community. And over the years, he's imparted to me the great responsibility to represent our clients in trial. Since 1971, Meldon Law has helped countless families get the justice that they deserve. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law, with offices in Gainesville, Cal Lake City, and Fort Lauderdale.
2: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
3: One of the great licks of all time, right there, yeah. Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen. Man, I miss that guy. All right, let's get some calls. Uh, Jack from North Atlanta is up first. What's up, Jack?
1: Well, guys, if you think games was changed, look at Fernandina Beach. My little, my little sleepy mill towns turned into a uh, a new Cape Cod of the of the uh, southeast right now. It's oh, like. Wow. Uh, if you drive an f three fifty and you've got a Gator sticker, you're uh, you're not welcome there anymore. God. You have to be you have to be from New Jersey or Chicago or someplace like that. But changed, but yeah, I you know the one thing that hadn't changed was the commercial. I'm gonna tip my my favorite pizza place in the world, Leonardo's is still there. It's been there since the late seventies, and I that's I still get a pizza on the way in and way out. So yes, I, there there I love that place and tell them tell the owner thanks for, uh, for supporting the Bob and if Pat doesn't Robbie. I swear if Pat does not have. The uh, golf tournament next year on, like, a graduation weekend or, like, Memorial Day, I'm getting the foursome. I'm bringing, I'm bringing a ringer with me and uh, a eraser, a, a pencil with an eraser on it. So we, we're going to win.
4: I
3: like but, it. Uh, well, cheating is a big uh, factor in the Bob Dooley invitation. <laughs> I will tell you if that. If you
1: don't know how to cheat,
4: you're never going to win.
1: Well, uh, I, again, I'm looking back. Uh, who was the kid that tra- transferred in from, with Urban in 2006? The defense Ryan,
3: Ryan, Ryan the back. Smith.
4: Ryan Smith.
1: Brian Smith, Brian Smith, he was an unsung hero. That guy really. Well, that
3: was a guy that, that guy. I wanted to put in there, and I brought him to Robbie, and Robbie said no,
1: because he led the team in interceptions. Well, that's true. Well, Robbie must not have his morning coffee yet, but yeah, but I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying that he, I mean, he, uh, But he was like a great—I mean, great. Pat Moore, you go back and look. Yeah, Carl i mentioned that. him. To that was him another name. Too. I I, I probably about, should
3: have put him what, on what
1: there. The, what about the big Williams kid? That was a stud offensive lineman. Um, David,
3: David Williams. Williams.
1: David Williams. Yeah, but Lake he was –
3: I mean, if you're all SEC multiple times, I'm not, that doesn't consider yeah. Yeah. you to but be I mean, underrated, I, you know.
1: I'm the first guy that's mentioned David Williams on the show in 20 years.
4: How about Crawford Kerr? He would have been
1: one. Crawford Kerr. I, I was going to mention uh, Mark Korf.
3: Mark Korf was good.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys in all positions. and Well, I,
3: uh, I only I, had 12 I could do. So. The dirty dust.
1: Yeah, the dirty dozen. Well, I I would do the the, uh, uh, the double trouble. So whatever. Uh, I, but you know, I became a Gator fan because my dad was the biggest Gator fan. Could not afford to go to the University of Florida. He didn't have uh, the grades. A because my my grandfather was a town drunk, and uh, in Mayberry they had Otis <laughs> Campbell, and Fernandina Beach they had Sherman Campbell. So uh, uh, my dad had to work all the time. <laughs> yeah, so think about that. so That's basically,
3: bad. he would he would have problems uh, getting into the jail cell.
1: Uh, no, he was always in jail, but yeah, my dad, (laughs) my dad worked two jobs. His grades were not great, but he, uh, he was offered a track scholarship and they would give him one meal a week. So he had to join the air force. So, but we were, my dad's the reason why I, I was there at the, at Steve Spurrier kicking the field goal in a coat and tie in the, in the South in the South end zone was splinter still in my butt right now. That's when I became a Gator fan. And then I got it really bad when the original number seven, John Reeves and Carlos Alvarez, number 45 and, and, uh, uh, Touchdown, Tommy! Tommy! Uh, what number was Tommy, Tommy Durrance? Durrance. Tommy, t- touchdown, Tommy Durrance! And
3: what number know, was uh, he? What number was Steve he?
1: Tannen, twenty-two.
3: No, Tommy Durrance. Yes, Tannen, Tom, was Tannen was. What number was Tommy Durrance?
4: I think he's thirty-three, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, he was. He was. What he number was. was Mike Rich? Who made my uh, list of most underrated Gators? I can tell you that right I, now. Forty. Forty. I have, yep. I, have not, yep.
4: I
1: have not read your list, but again, I just I think back all these unsung heroes. I mean, he was, the five-star, he was the five-star defensive tackle from, from Lakeland that was in that, that, the, the big signing group with the pounces and all that bunch.
3: John he Brown?
1: One, John Brown. John yeah. Brown. He makes one, one – no, not John Brown, another guy. Some, a big defensive tackle we held on to for one year. He makes this incredible tackle behind the line of scrimmage on, at,
3: at the Orange Bowl when we beat – Oh, a, he was um, from Brandon. Like, Torrey Davis, yeah. Yeah, yeah he
4: was that, from
1: that, that Brandon. Makes, makes, us, makes us great stop. And I mean, Out of nowhere, nobody I, even knew
3: he was on the team. Still,
4: yeah, he was a five exactly. star guy. Then. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, Gainesville's grown. That's a good thing. You got great health care. I mean, I know it's I know it's for the old timers. I mean, I hate going back to my hometown because traffic's like Atlanta. And by the way, yeah, not know.
3: this time of year though. I tell you what, summer in Gainesville is beautiful. This is a great time of year here. Yeah, there's nobody here, and it's it's even though it's hotter than crap, it's uh, you can deal with that. Yeah, you can. And you go to the golf course, and it's wide open. I played today, made an eagle too. By the way, just so you know.
1: Congratulations, Pat. I yeah. mean, I hope one of your legs didn't go into cardiac arrest. <laughs>
3: I I was like it was so weird. I made it, and I go. I think that went in the hole. And I got up to there. and I go. There's no ball on the green. It's In the hole. And I it's I the, the guys that were on the the I I go. Can you just come over here and and verify that I this ball went in the hole? And they they came over and I pulled, pulled it out. It out. The hole.
4: Nice. Wow.
1: Good for y'all. Well, guys. Uh, I hey, I love Robbie being here. I I do. I'm I'm a peon when it comes to university fought athletics. I donate my money split between Warrington in between athletics, but I, I just want to say that uh, if Jeff Cardozo wants this job, I have talked to a few people I know in the know. If Jeff wants that job, I hope he gets it because Jeff's a good guy and he has to put up with Pat and me and the Cattlemen and everything. True. If he gets it, uh, Jeff does.
3: Well, Cardozo. maybe that's why Jeff wants a job because he won't have to put up with us anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: He would do well, a great job. Mean,
1: hey, oh, he'd be hey, great. Now, yeah. If Jeff, if Jeff gets the big chair, uh, you know, I think Robbie should stand in and be the next guy. I think because we y'all, y'all have we have great, had that
3: discussion. Okay, we've had that y'all discussion.
1: Had great y'all have a great rapport. I mean, I told my best buddy, I've known him since since two years old. He lives in uh, Ponte Vedra. I told him, I'm like, man, I w- Mitch, I wish you and I could host the show every day. That'd be great to have my, my longtime best friend, oldest best friend of the world, to be able to sit there and still hang out and do things with him. And and uh, I think it's great you guys are best friends. I think I think it's great now that you both can actually root for the Gators and not just root internally. You can actually show your colors, which I know that had to be really tough during your careers, not to go. Oh,
14: oh, oh Ron Turwin. I don't know.
3: It went, It it wasn't that hard because we were very professional and yeah. we just we, we this was our job and this was what we had to we we wanted florida to win and we knew the story would be better if florida won more people would read it if florida won and then at, at yeah. some point in your life you went if florida loses actually more people will read that yeah they do you know right. so uh, i mean i i i don't i we all wanted always wanted florida to win but we didn't you know i don't think i i i hope nobody ever in the in the industry especially ever looked at Robbie and I as being homers. Yeah. I don't think we but were.
1: To be tough, But, I mean, it had to be tough, though. I mean, yeah. I couldn't have done it. Here, could not, y'all could, y'all can sell toilet paper, but, I mean, yeah. y'all, y'all could do that. I couldn't do that. I'm too much of a homer.
4: Here's the closest I ever came to cheering in the press box. It was the '96 national title game. When Terry Jackson leaped into the end zone yeah. in the fourth quarter, oh, four, I just right turned, front, to Pat, I turned to Pat and I quietly said, the Gators just won the national championship. And and that was yeah, that was it.
1: I, I was think I
3: welled front, up. a little bit, and Then we're, then we're yeah. back the
1: working. Front row of the Superdome down on the front row. Guys, have a great weekend and thanks, thanks for Nicole. Not any. Go Gators.
3: I tell you, the hardest for me was the '06 national uh, basketball championship. Oh yeah, because I'm sitting there on press row and I I, I, I can't. And again, this goes back to how lucky we have been uh, in our jobs. I'm sitting there on the front seat in press row, the best seat you could possibly yeah. have on press row. And all the national media are coming up to me and they're asking me all these questions because Florida's gonna win it all. And I'm telling them, yeah, that's that's thirteen dunks in the last fifteen baskets and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were all they were all like writing out and down notes and I was like they're going to win the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, they, and I, I literally blast. had to – I started to well up, and I went, you got to stop. Stop. Gotta you do can't do job, that. Right. You can't do that. But good I good love job. that team so much. There's no question about it. Let's get Adam real quick before we go to break. Adam, what's going on?
17: Hey, guys. Great to talk to you all again. Um, haven't talked to you all in quite – some time, Robbie, excellent topic to bring up. It makes it exclusively Gators to call it. So I applaud that. Uh, Thanks, Sam. That Wait
3: till you see who our next caller is.
17: Oh <laughs> boy, I
9: can I'll, guess. I'll, be,
17: I'll, be, I'll make this. I'll make this quick. I, I was born and raised in Gainesville. My mom worked for the university for 27 years, and it was that. And, and growing up, you know, we all liked the Gators. We loved the Gators, all that. But it wasn't until um, 89 or 90 where all of my high school friends got together and we wanted to go to the Gator growl together. You know, we were 21, 22 years old. You know, some had kids. And we somehow, miraculously, all ended up together. And we took, you know, a limousine to the Gator Growl, and it was it was amazing. I mean, because I've talked to you about the Gator Growl before. I mean, it's so sad that it's gone away the way it is. It but, really you
3: know, is. It's the, dead. The stadium, yeah, it's the stadium, gone. The
17: stadium, was, the stadium was packed, you guys. I mean, there had to be fifty five, sixty thousand 60,000 people. Oh, there. yeah, easily. And it was it was at night, and the 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 announcer came on and said, "Can everybody please stand for the national anthem?" And they turned on the lights, and everybody stood. And I, we were way the hell up in those bleeds. I mean, when I say the gravity of the situation just kind of hit me in my heart. And I come from a military family, and I was like, everybody in this place, this amount of people, are in one mind, one one thing in mind right now, you know. And it was just amazing. And then that is when I really realized I like I'm a gator, man. That's good. Good story. This that's what it's all about. Go Gators Forever. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for the call.
3: Thanks, Adam. Appreciate it. You know, that's yeah, I mean that's there's a moment where you say, Look, this is what this is what I'm gonna do. And the funny thing is and this is what's different about I mean college football and, and pro football. Pro football college football teams never leave. They never yeah. move to another city. Yeah. And they don't have – I mean, yeah, and players come and go, but it, it's, it's different. You, you are – when you're a Gator or a Vol or a, a or Tiger Knoll or a or Knoll, you're, you are – that's what you are. And you embrace yeah. all the traditions and all Forever. the songs and all that. So. Once, you, once there's a point where it becomes what you are, and then you're not – even though you're going to be mad and disappointed, you're going to want coaches fired, you're still going to be a fan of the team. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley and Robbie Andrew. We're having a lot of fun today. Uh, on ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, and eight fifty AM. W R U F.
2: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road. ESPN, ninety-eight
0: one FM, eight fifty AM. W R U F. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your A.C. unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north-central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic & Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, cat scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic & Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health & Fitness on University Avenue, Finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports
2: from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update
5: this evening we have a 30 percent chance for thunderstorms some could be heavy and gusty Later tonight, isolated thunderstorms are possible. Lows in the 70s. Tomorrow, steamy with a 60% chance for afternoon and evening storms. Highs in the 80s to near 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George.
10: And now, the the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick.
2: (laughs) The NFL says they're wrapping up their investigation. If you're wrapping up... Are you aware of what the New York Times is reporting? It's bad for the NFL when you think about it. Sometimes when you do an investigation, you may not want to find out what's really there. It's like Daniel Snyder. You really want him out? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
10: I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators.
3: Alright, we are back here okay. on The Tailgate. ESPN 981 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. We are... Uh, We're having a good time today. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully it won't be spoiled by Tennessee, Mike. What's up, Mike?
11: Hey, guys. What's going on? Uh, Interesting show today, as usual. Hey, guys, got a little uh, football, which is always fun, and a little Florida uh, talk, uh, Chamber of Commerce style, which is fun, too. But first, first, Cattleman,
4: when did you become a Vol? When did you (laughs) know you were a Vol?
11: I, I well, born and raised. My parents are Tennessee alums, and uh, family thing like most most people, like most uh, most family. When did you that's fall that's in love
3: right, with you. Lane Kiffin and want to bear his children?
11: <laughs> hey, 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 Pat! I, I fell out of the cradle, ripping old Fatman and loving Kiffin and Bruce Pearl. I'm still, i still trying try to. I still try and to Donnie Tindall. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how Auburn stole our basketball program. That is kind of weird, thing, isn't it? They like,
3: did, huh?
11: yeah. Yeah, too too many hot dogs on the grill, and next thing you know, Bruce is going to the final four at Auburn. Yeah. He doesn't even care about basketball. That yeah, wouldn't happen anywhere else in America. And by the way, stumbling into that, Mike Slive suspended Bruce Pearl for half a season when the Cam Newton was stuff was at its peak. To this day, guys, have you ever seen a conference commissioner suspend a basketball coach for half a season?
3: No, I've never seen no. That. Nope.
11: That's bad that's That's crowd. how
3: bad he was.
11: <laughs> uh no, nah, nah. He's all College basketball's dirty, Pat. you it know is. It. Well,
3: yeah. Every sport's and ask, dirty. Ask Billy Donovan. And, 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 you know, you know, that fact, was, was the was great the greatest line, line the greatest line from Tuesday night was Bill Carr, the former athletic director of Florida, saying that NIL the, the what it actually stands for is now it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I go, That is but exactly right. The guy's table. been doing this at in all, everywhere. I mean everywhere, forever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's legal. Especially right. in basketball too.
11: Yeah, yeah, fan, fancy black helicopters, most fans do. ESPN's against us, so-and-so's against us. But let's say, um, really, let's say Aaron, yeah, 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 let's say, um, just for instance here, for speculation, spitballing, let's say Aaron Hernandez killed somebody on campus and Mike's life suspended her for half a season. How would you boys have swallowed that?
3: I I don't know how you could justify suspending the coach. Well, that's, Unless yeah, he knew that he was that's a That's a hard question to answer. Yeah, that yeah, is. And, and we don't know that he didn't kill anybody on he campus. He might have.
11: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And until, until you've had your coach suspended for half a season, it's kind of hard to walk in those mocks. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Well,
3: I've, right? I've seen uh, Florida's quarterback get suspended for half a season. That yeah. was a huge deal. I mean, yeah. so, just for taking uh, over a, the counter drugs, over the counter powders, you,
11: yeah. Yeah, yeah Roy Head. Oh, Greer, head. Yeah, but he
3: wa- it wasn't taking Roy's. He was just taking a, a something that was. It turned out was banned, and his dad told him it was okay, and and it turned yeah. out it wasn't okay. And it, I I I'd never really that? faulted him as much for that, but he,
4: that was how unlucky McElwain was. So yeah, that really exactly. Change that whole Hey cuz
11: I um, I want, I need to move along or I'll get sidetracked here. You, you laugh at me about Donnie Tyndall, pat, but um they pretty much ruined or they tried to ruin Bruce Pearl's career. He he had to go what work. He was banished. Tennessee had him a fake job up here working in a grocery store business. And then they finally got him back on TV. He was out of basketball for what? 3 years or so. 3 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. I mean, and and that's 3 years of my life. Admit, I won't even mention Tyndall, but isn't it funny how that never happens to Calipari? Well, you
3: got well, to catch him, man. You got yeah, to catch him. That's the whole him. thing. I you got to catch him. The bottom line is uh, I, I don't think what Bruce Pearl did was that bad to be out that long, but I don't Calipari's got to be caught.
11: Yeah. You, you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cheat, then you gotta be smart, right? World. Yeah, yeah Rick Pitino
3: got caught. He got caught. Yeah. Now, now he's a coach yeah. at Iona. The LSU yeah. guy got caught, but it took forever to get rid of him. wow yeah, I know. Which
11: yeah. was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, oh, okay, two things real quick here, guys. I'm rambling a little bit. You know, guys, I'll, I'll leave the Gainesville talk alone, but I really love my year and a half in West Palm. You know what I've never understood, guys? Maybe y'all can explain this to me. Is Orlando? Um, uh, you're an hour from the beach. I've been to Epcot and Disney World as a kid and couldn't stand it. I can't stand Um, it. No no. ocean to to look at. Sure, it's jobs, and you you get that Florida weather. But I've never understood why Orlando, I mean, I know family, take the kid to to see Mickey Mouse. But outside of that, living in Orlando, I've never understood the attraction of Orlando. I
3: don't either. I hate Orlando. Well, look, the bottom line is it's the hardest airport to deal with in America and the reason it is is cuz everybody wants to come there. Yeah. The and, I mean on I-4 is ridiculous. people want to go there to go to Disney, to go to Universal, to go all these things. I don't personally I don't I, go anywhere near I put a ban about 8 years ago, 9 years ago on any attractions. I said, I already went through this with one daughter, I might be yeah. going through it again. Uh, if you guys want to go, great. I'll I'll give you all the money in the world, but I am not going anymore. It's terrible. I don't want to go. It's awful. But not everybody does it. I mean, a lot of people bring their kids. I mean, they want to be there. I mean, whenever I go to we, I remember flying out of the Orlando Airport, Robbie, when we were going to uh, Birmingham. No, to uh, Tebow's Heisman. Oh yeah, okay. the year yeah. he won the Heisman, and we're we're going and we're just like miserable. We're like, yeah. God, look at all these people just running around. They're running into you and and everything. I, I don't, I I don't get Orlando either. Then we had a hard time finding your car. We, did. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there's th- so many parking th- We thought it was gone, yeah.
4: I hate Orlando. i avoid it whenever I can. Yeah.
11: Yeah. Well, y'all know about a lot better than me. All right, guys, a little football bone, and I'll clear it out. Hey, um, guys, I was looking after our, we were talking yesterday, I was looking at Florida's September schedule and um, the Napier ho- uh, honeymoon. Um, you boys get a taste of Kentucky before the trip to Knoxville, and um, Kentucky's feeling pretty good with uh, Levis and all that. Um, Tennessee has a bad habit of welcoming first-year Florida coaches to the league, including Ron Zook.
3: Yeah, I remember gang. that one. No, whoa, yeah, but, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Uh, Ron Zook's first year, they went up there and beat him. Yeah, that's in the what rain. he was saying. That's what yeah. Tennessee
11: yeah, Mike was saying. saying. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. no well, luck well, against
4: first-year Florida coaches. Yeah,
11: yeah wow, okay. even Muschamp. Yeah, even Muschamp won in his first year. Yeah, he did. But oh. uh, up, th- up this way, look, look what he, he was competing guys. against. Okay, okay. Yeah, but here's my question, guys. Um, and you know, tough league. You know, most of these coaches get a honeymoon. But um, let's say uh, Napier rolls into September and loses to Kentucky and Tennessee—is the honeymoon over?
4: It won't be over at that point, but there'll be a lot of doubters. And the thing is, they could lose to Utah too and be Owen look, they they so. could
3: they could easily be a five and seventeen this yeah, year when you so look close. at their schedule. But the bottom line is, I I think, and I may be way wrong about this, and we'll find out as we go along. We get into September. And, and, and into October, I think Gator fans are understanding that they this is the guy, this is the guy they want, this is the guy who's going to recruit well, and they're gonna it's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight. Now, I say that, this is the least patient I know. fan base yeah, in, in America. Yeah, asking them to be patient never yeah. really works out. But yeah. I think they're going to have to be with yeah, this guy. Yeah, I
4: do guy. too. With the schedule and the lack yeah. of depth, they're going to
11: have to be patient. Yeah, just uh, losing the Kentucky... Um, and that would be a home loss. That'd be pretty tough pill to swallow, yeah. wouldn't
4: it? And Mullen started that trend.
3: Yeah, he did.
11: Yeah. So, hey, hey, y'all hang in there.
4: Thanks, Tennessee Mike.
3: Well, and that we've talked about that before, Robbie. I mean, you think about I was I did a thing. I did this thing called the High Five on uh, Thursdays here for a WRUF, and it was the five games Florida are are you can't lose games versus must win. Now, must win. Obviously, you yeah. can go Georgia, yeah, yeah. you know, but can't lose, obviously, Eastern Washington. Can't you can't lose, lose yeah, that no. game. E- Although Eastern Washington has been in the playoffs three of the last they throw four the years. Ball over the place. Yeah. Uh, but you can't lose to USF. No. You can't lose to um, Vandy, as we know. You can't lose to Missouri. Because if you lose to Missouri, the next three games, games are yeah. L- in there. It's at home. And the yeah. next three games are LSU, Georgia, and Texas <laughs> on the road. <laughs> so shit. you can't lose that game. And you can't lose to FSU. You've established. You're the dominant team. Yeah. You can't lose that game. I So I thought it was a good list. But anyway.
4: Yeah, it is a good list.
3: Here's what I know. I know, I know we have to take a break. So we'll do that. We'll come back. More of Robbie Andrew again. Tomorrow, Robbie will be here again. We will do a Friday show from the here at the station. And um, we'll continue to have we'll, – we'll mainly talk about football and, and history and stuff like that because that's what Robbie and I love to talk and about. And numbers.
4: You're going to give me numbers.
3: I'll give you a number right now. Gerald Loper. 61. Ah, I knew you would know that. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, how about um, how about Wayne Fields? Uh,
4: 24, then number one.
3: Oh. <laughs> um, all right, I one more, you, and Matt then I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, Nat, Nat Moore's boat to his boat. He was 39,
4: then 33. God. All
3: right, this is <laughs> the tailgate.
4: Spitwads wads in a battleship. ESP.
3: <laughs> 98.1 FM and 850 AM
4: WRUF. <laughs>
2: What's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
15: Good afternoon, I'm Tyler Lightburn. The Tampa Bay Rays won 2-1 today off the arm of Shane McClanahan against the Cardinals, completing a series sweep. Coming off of an electric 4-1 victory in Game 4, the Tampa Bay Lightning look to carry on their winning ways tonight against the New York Rangers in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The number two-ranked Gators women's track and field team competed in the NCAA championships today and will compete again on Saturday. The number six-ranked Gators men's track and field team is competing in the outdoor NCAA championships tomorrow. Both men's and women's track and field will be competing in Eugene, Oregon throughout Saturday. The Golden State Warriors look to bounce back against the Boston Celtics in Game 4 of the NBA Finals at 9 on Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tyler Leiper. PM
2: 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
8: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at
2: Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh,
15: they are truly wonderful.
6: There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else.
15: Since I
2: had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad, plus I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants, so yeah. brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This
7: is Dr. Kim Mowry. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
5: The best offer ever is back at International Diamond Center. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything. That $3,000 eternity band is just $50 a month. Buy now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Don't miss this limited time offer. Get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. We'll even finance the sales tax. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable at International Diamond Center.
15: Heard about higher interest rates? Not to worry at International Diamond Center. Right now, with any purchase, you can pay zero interest for five whole years. Engagement rings, wedding bands, designer fashion jewelry, pendants, earrings. Buy now and spread your payments out over five whole years with zero interest. How about a $10,000 designer ring for just $167 a month? Don't miss this amazing buying opportunity. Now for a limited time at International Diamond Center.
5: International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit.
10: It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net.
2: And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
3: Alright, 392-8255, if you want to get in here. Robbie's question of the day is, uh, when did you become a Gator? When did and you I, know you were a Gator? And I know that that's Kind of one something they do uh, at UF, but they don't. Nobody really answers the question. We've had answers today, yeah. so some good ones. R- really kinda, good stories. Yeah, all right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna run this by you. This is uh, the thing I did today. Uh, it's up on the uh, uh, GatorsWire.com, uh, which I write for like three times a week, and I have a good time. I the good thing about it, and a lot of people say, "Well, you're not Speak really right whatever you want." Yeah, I write what I what I. Uh, I mean, I have to run the idea by them, but most. Yeah. Of, I would say 90% of it, they say, hey, look, we love it. We love this idea. Give
4: me an idea that got rejected.
3: Uh, No. Okay. I can't really think of one. Uh, Most of them, I think, it might have been, you know, I will say this, it might have been about another sport instead of football. Because if it's not football, as we know. Nobody reads it. Nobody's reading it. Yeah. So this was the uh, 10 most underrated players. I thought it was 12. Well, most underrated players. <laughs> it's a duly dozen, but it's 10 players. No. <laughs> uh no, it's it's 12.
4: You I thought you were pretty good at math.
3: Most underrated players in Florida history. And again, you could come up with a hundred of them that are even more. Number 1, Robin Fisher. Undersized nose tackle. Undersized nose tackle had
4: 21 sacks.
3: That's amazing. He's a so middle quick. guard. And nobody thinks about him he as He weighed there.
4: about 200 pounds at the most, didn't he, Pat?
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Not much more. Doug Johnson, no question, and and Long I following Orfel's footsteps. I went back to the. Uh,
4: His numbers were really good.
3: Yeah, I went back to the, um, you know, the thing we did about the the top one hundred players in in, in uh, two thousand six, and everybody goes, "Now get Doug Johnson." I remember when like
4: he that. first kind of got here that summer, and Spurrier had him, and the writers were there too. Yeah, he was like having a tryout for Doug Johnson. They were he was throwing passes all over Florida Field. And Spur come off came off. He was impressed. He would make all the throws, and he really could.
3: Yeah, he could. He could make all the throws. And he, he, had, he threw for – wait a minute. Let me look at the numbers here. He threw for more than 2,000 yards for three straight years. And then had a good NFL, a long NFL 60 career. 60 right? career touchdowns and one great pass to Jocko's Green. That should make you in the – hall. that should put you in the ring of honor. Yeah. He and Quezzy should go game. up there just yeah. for that 97 game. All right. We talked about him before, Larry Rentz.
4: No question.
3: Uh, great player who nobody thinks great of as a – Great versatile player, too. Yeah. Him. Again, held on the field goal that Spurger kicked, threw the ball to Richard Trapp. And until T- Tim Tebow broke the record, he was a lo- leading rusher as a quarterback in a, of all time. Was he really? Yeah. He was a great athlete. I remember when he, when Tebow broke the record at Ole Miss. Yeah. And I said, hey, have you ever heard of Larry Rents? And he goes, he, he, no. No. Yeah. I too, go, there's no defense for Larry Rentz, man. <laughs> you don't know that? All right. James Richards was the one Robbie gave me.
4: I love that. He was a really good talented player.
3: Yeah, he just did all the dirty work. He did whatever they needed him to do for yeah. some really great teams. Uh Cooper Carlisle, we I talked about agree with that yeah. start ended up starting hundred and thirty three games. He got
4: more recognition for his NFL career yeah. than his college.
3: But he was a really good college player. Travis McGriff we talked about earlier. Uh, that one great that season. one year 70 catches for 1300 yards unbelievable incredible uh willie McClendon, that was a good one for me I, I was proud of that one willie McClendon was really good but he was behind emmett and yeah. then behind Rhett. yeah but he still he still ended up rushing for uh 2000 yards in his career That's over 2000 good. yards i, I think career. he had
4: some uh security issues though in terms of fumbling
3: didn't yeah, he? but I, I still, I'm just saying. He was, he was my, a highly rated guy a high look school. At, look at Mike Rich. That's not Mike Rich. Where? That's
4: no, that's Ray Graves I, and Tom Abdelauer. and Who's
3: 62? I don't know. All right, uh, but Mike Rich was definitely. This was another one, John Brantley Sr. Because John Brantley, the year in 78, in when Spurrier was, Spurrier was his him, coach. Yeah. They were he, putting up numbers. They were putting up numbers, and then he blew his knee out, stepping on a uh, – a lid from a, one of those Pepsi yeah. cups or Coke cups, whatever. And, uh, you know, ne- obviously didn't. That's when J- they had turf on the field. John Brantley was a really good player. Nobody ever thinks about him because all they think about is, here's one for you, Robbie, Solomon Patton. Yeah, Solomon Patton, le- in 2013, led them in all purpose yards, kickoff returns, and receiving.
4: Yeah, he had a, he had a good year.
3: He was a good player. Deshaun Win. that's a good one, too. Yeah. He was a leading rusher. For two straight years, including the year they won the national championship, but nobody thinks, "Oh, Deshaun Win, he was a big star. No. He was highly rated too." And then I put Spur in there. You don't
4: Spurrier. I,
3: no, here's why no, nobody. I'm if, not buying it. If you're doing a list of the greatest He's quarterbacks underrated. in Florida history, go go through your list of greatest quarterbacks in Florida history.
4: Okay, they're all the, the three statues. No, they're the three you, top no. quarterbacks. No,
3: no, you would. I'm not going to go by numbers. You would go Tebow. Or Werfel Tebow, I would go Werfel Tebow, and I'll probably go Grossman third. No, Spurrier. I would. I would probably go. Spurrier's
4: up there. He's not underrated. But I don't. Th- I I don't think the a Heisman aver- winner is not can't be underrated.
3: I think he's underrated. He's not underrated. He's underrated. He's not. He's right never where he won a championship.
4: Be. He's one of the greatest players in school history. One of the greatest I, I quarterbacks in college football.
3: I I am say I agree with Will you. you tell what him I'm saying you is most again? Did he other. <laughs> You tell him. Other I'm going to be there when you do it. What <laughs> will happen tomorrow on the podcast? <laughs> okay, well, you go ahead and bring. And it I'm going to bring that up to him and see how he does. Um,
4: He'll say, "Yeah, the numbers weren't that great."
3: Well, you know, we yeah. different
4: time back then.
3: Oh, we're we're done. I I didn't realize we were that close to being done. You're but we done. are done. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow. This two hours went way too yeah. fast. We Long had a good time. Or no? Gong show tomorrow. Man. Jason, are you going to be here for that? No, we're going to have to get somebody else who knows how to do the gong show. All right, we'll do that, and we'll do some other fun stuff. This is what we're going to do all summer, guys. We're going to talk about fun stuff. And we'll do more numbers tomorrow. More numbers tomorrow as well. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I'm Pat Dooley saying, and we're deep. (laughs) What? I got gonged. I'm deep. I'm way (laughs) back. You got gonged. And I am out of here. You are gonged.
2: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is SportsCenter.
5: I'm Doug Brown. The PGA Tour suspends 17
4: players who are in this week's inaugural Live Golf event outside London. The suspensions include Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, and Ian Poulter. ESPN's Michael Collins says the PGA Tour hasn't been responsive to its players.
13: The middle-tier dudes on the PGA Tour have been feeling like the tour hasn't been listening to them. They've been airing their concerns with the PGA Tour for years and years and years. And everything that they've been talking to the tour about has been falling on deaf
4: ears. Ten of the 17 suspended players, including Johnson and Garcia,
5: have already resigned from the PGA Tour. Game four of the NBA Finals in Boston tomorrow night with the Celtics now leading the Warriors two games to one. Steph Curry says
4: he will play after Boston's Al Horford rolled on his left leg and foot
5: last night. Coverage of tomorrow's game four starts at 8 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ABC TV.
0: ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And now, a no-frills ad brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com.
18: If you have not take problems. I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a Chris ain't one. Hit me. This
10: is Canty and Carlin.
18: It wasn't hard to see that the officials and Scott Foster being there last night, it wasn't even going to be about Draymond necessarily getting technical fouls and getting ejected from the game last night. It was more about the fact that they were not giving him any leeway defensively and you end up with more fouls than points and assists combined in the game. Yeah, that's not, that cannot happen. Yeah, that's not a good place to be, but we also have to acknowledge the disparity in the foul calls overall. You're talking about six more personal fouls for the Golden State Warriors than the Boston Celtics, and the Celtics getting to the line nine more times. If Draymond can't go out there and be the physical presence, the force, the agitator, the guy that plays with the edge for the Golden State Warriors, they have no shot in this series.
2: Now, from the ESPN studios in New York City, this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.
12: And we're just keeping the seat warm. Let's be real. Mike Wells, Randy Scott, in for the guys, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM channel 80, ESPN Plus. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. He's at Mike Wells NFL, I'm at Randy Scott ESPN on Twitter. You can join the conversation on the CC call-in line 1-888-say ESPN 888-729-3776. And we're putting out the call, one of the questions, one of the sort of the tent poles coming off of the NBA finals. Conversation is, has Draymond Green become a distraction for Golden State? Is he the problem or just a scapegoat for a team that's now down two games to one? And when we say keeping the seat warm, we are keeping it warm for Chris Carlin, one half. He's the host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. At Chris Carlin on Twitter, and he joins us here on his own show. So Chris is sort of like offering somebody some uh, some food or drink out of, the, out of their own fridge. But, the, <laughs> but thanks for coming on, dude. And and I don't know how much – listen, these 9 o'clock tip times for a guy like me who does AM, it, it, it's tough. It's tough to see every bucket and every play. But coming off of Game 3 for you, I'm curious if you're coming away with the same conclusion we are that it's, it's starting to feel like Boston – isn't taking the bait on being out muscled, out physical, being pushed around. I feel like they grew up a lot between games two and three.
18: I don't think they. I, I think they did not take the bait specifically on Draymond last night, and they were not going after that. And look, they did beat him up physically. Uh, what really um, is so apparent is their defense is so good and so physical that the Golden State Warriors who. I think we can all agree are elite when it comes to ball movement, and are a tremendous offensive team. Right now, can't get anything going in the half court. Like they're scoring in transition, but that's kind of about it. And that's because the the Boston defense is not backing down uh, in any way. And for me, like watching that, I, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm watching the game last night, and I picked the Warriors in six. And I didn't feel great about that pick after the game. <laughs> Normally, look, I'll go to the grave with it. I absolutely will ride it to the end. But I did not feel great about the Warriors as, you know, in total after that game last night. Chris, Draymond Green is getting
16: so much attention so far in this series. Uh, obviously, you know, the situation in game two with Jalen Brown and everything, and then he goes on and has an atrocious game last night. Do you think Draymond is slowing down or do you think he's becoming a distraction for Golden State? Because we've seen Draymond at his best, and obviously that's not happening in this series.
18: He wasn't focused. I mean, the, the, the podcast is a thing when he, during the after game two, says, you know, I deserve to be, uh, as the star that I am, treated a little bit differently by the officials, and I've earned that. And kind of doubled down on that. I'm not worried about the officials at all. But then post-game says, yeah, I was worried about how they were going to call it. In other words, you created your own problem there. And I think it, like, Draymond, it's impressive. Like, I have been able to talk myself out of any kind of a zone. And Draymond really did that to me. Like, if I'm watching that, he talked himself out of it. He he took himself out of that game, so to speak, mentally, through everything going on. And... (laughs) I mean, and he could sit there last night and say, look, I'm still doing the podcast after every game and blah, 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 blah. What I thought was really funny is that if you catch it in the middle of him uh, speaking post game, he says, yeah, I don't really say anything a whole lot different on the podcast than I do here. Then why am I subscribing? (laughs)
9: Mm -hmm.
18: (laughs) Refund, refund. Yes, exactly. Why am I getting on board if I can hear you say it for free? So, at any rate, I I think he... I think he was in his own head last night with all of it because clearly he was concerned about the officiating.
12: It was weird. As we're talking with Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, Mike Wells and and Randy Scott in for Canty and Carlin. um, It it seemed like also the focus, it, it was interesting to hear Clay Thompson say, hey, yeah, the crowd didn't get to us. The crowd was, listen, objectively, you could hear it on the broadcast. The crowd was loud. There were some profane chants. You can't deny that happened. So they asked Clay about it after the game. He's like, yeah, yeah, it didn't bother us. We played in front of rude fans before. And then sort of took a dig at the fans. So it's either it doesn't bother you and you don't take a dig or it did get under your skin a little bit and you do. So I'm just curious, Chris, like, listen, we've all been around raucous environments before. You're going to get asked questions about it. To what extent do you feel like it did get under the skin of the Golden State Warriors?
18: Well, for him to go and... It, it it i wouldn't have normally thought so randy i wouldn't have even thought during the game